Great recent trial at Geelong was a beauty. Basically, got pulled up to a stop with about 300 to go. And Danny O'Brien has won this race, targeted and won it before, to beat number 14, Hypothetical. Good win last time. It's getting better with each run. Sits behind the speed, runs on well. Six taunting. Drawn to be up on the speed, better suited, 1,100. And a little roughy here, number eight, Turbo. Probably needs further, but we'll get back at trial well. I think it'll be running on hard at the finish. 2014, six and eight. Okay, thank you, gents. Nine races there at Flemington today. Mark, I might stay with you uh, for your best in value at Flemington today. The best, Richard, race six, number one, Nature Strip, the best, and the value will go race eight, number 10, Elliptical. How do you see it, Dean? Uh, I'm going to go with Private Eye, race seven, number two, and the best value, the last race, nine, number 17, along the river. Anything grab your attention away from Flemington today, Dean? Uh, no, Richard, no. I'll be uh, eyes on Flemington. Okay, and... Um well, just before I come to Mark for his... I think Mark has something there at Geelong today. Um, just in Sydney today, Dean, we have Uncle Bryn, uh, a Melbourne horse there in the Five Diamonds. Couldn't have done too much more. Was it sale the other day? It was quite a good win, Richard. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's been a bit of a tricky horse this time in, but uh, he found form last start. Uh, I've thought that uh, maybe the... Laws of Indices form there, running second in the Turak and then running not that badly in the Cox Plate, finishing beside the Melbourne Cup winner. Looks all right there. So uh, I'd, yeah, of the ones that I've got an interest in there, I'd be more uh, with Laws of Indices. I'm with you. Uh, Mark, away from Flemington today. They're racing at Geelong. A big uh, big 10-race program by the looks. Yeah, I like this one. Race 6, number 11, Dr. Timor. I think it will go forward, get a beautiful unbox seat and be... Strong at the distance and won't miss each way. Race 6, number 11, Dr. Timor, $6 fixed with the tab. Before you go, guys, question on the text line for the both of you. It's, it's half a, a what-if hypothetical question. It's from uh, our man Gordon at uh, Aaron Bar up the freeway. Would, uh, would both Dean and Mark concur that Giga Kick would have been a pretty good thing in the Blue Diamond and Golden Slipper had Connections attempted to uh, have a go at those races, seeing as what we saw in the Everest um, Dean, Mark, do you want to have a little go at answering that? I suppose, well, I mean, we'll never know, but... I know they thought he wasn't physically mature enough, mm. uh, but his run at sale was nearly good enough to win the Blue Diamond and then the Golden Slipper was a different beast on a heavy track. But, uh, yeah, I think had he been physically able to get there and I think they'd have had to go at the Blue Diamond, but uh, he wasn't quite mature enough. Any comments on that question at all, Mark? No, I think Dean summed it up well. Thank you, fellas. Speak next Saturday. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, you still there, Munz, or you ducked off yes, the race mate. hill? No, mate, no, we're at 11 o'clock start. I, I like this time of well, year. What to do with yourself? No, no. Uh, it's still looking after the dogs, or they've gone home? No, no, the dog's still here. No. Dog's still here. Uh, a good... Nothing better, Richard. You know yourself, you know, you, you can't help it. You've got to start at 6.30, but there's nothing better than not having to get in the shower at quarter to six and put a suit on on Saturday. That is true. Uh, anything to add or will... Well, what would, you, would you like some jockey's challenges, Richard? Yes, please. And I, I'm still waiting on a couple of riders for Karen McAvoy at Rose Hill. Uh, we have got them all now, so let's go back to Rose Hill. I know we've been on Flemington. These are a little bit more important. Uh, these are your jockey replacements at Rose Hill for Karen McAvoy. So in the first, Black Duke is now Tommy Sherry on Black Duke number four. Uh, in race number two, number 16, Reboville, will be Louise Day.
you already had Rachel King on Mathurin number 18. Go over to race five. And number five here, Broken Arrows, will be Tommy Berry. Tommy Berry on Broken Arrows. In the Golden Gift, we had these already. Mexico, number seven is Tyler Schiller. Misty Legend, number eight, is Willie Pike. To race seven, number five, Night of Romance, is Dylan Gibbons. So the stable apprentice goes on to Night of Romance there. In race eight, number six, New Mandate. Jay Ford picks up the ride there. Jay Ford on New Mandate. And over to the last, number two, Starman, is Jason Collett. Jason Collett, your rider there for Starman in the last. So the Jockeys Challenge market has gone up at Rose Hill Gardens. And Huey Bowman, who we heard this morning, is off to Hong Kong for a three-month stint there. The $3.10 favourite over Tommy Berry at $3.30. Willie Pikes at $4.80. Regan Bayless at $8.50. Sam Clippen at a 10 Any other jockey at 13 Rachel King at 14 And Tyler Schiller at 15 At Flemington for Champions Day, James McDonald, the 155 favourite. Over Craig Williams at 460. Jamie Carr's at 480. Mark Zara's at 19. Ben Mellum's at 31. Any other jockey, 41. Nashra Willa, 51. And Tim Clark, 81. Uh, who's up next? Maxi at Doomman where uh, Kyle Wilson Taylor, your favourite there at 3.20 over James Orman, 3.40 Ryan Maloney at 5, Jimmy Byrne at 5.50, Ben Thompson at 6, Boris Thornton at 21, Jasmine Cornish 61, any other jockey 71 and at Wyong, our provincial meeting there, uh, Jackson Searle has dropped out there so um, we've got to get some replacements for Jackson Searle there but Andrew Atkins was the favourite that market currently suspended and I had Mickey Wallace down to do Wyong today, um, Richard. Uh, so we'll see who comes on a little bit later on. Oh, it is. Uh, Gaz is a bit crook, is he? Okay. Yes. Okay. No, I'd Gaz on my rundown. Wasn't aware of that. But uh, Mickle will step into the breach just fine, I'm sure. Thanks, Glenn. Okay, Richard, I'll talk to you during the week and uh, you're back working on Wednesday. I'll see you then. Good on you, Glenn Munsey. Thank you. Thank you, Munz. Uh, 25 minutes to 10, short break here on Racing HQ Saturday and then we are back with Michael Maxworthy and uh, Maxie's look at Doomben Racing today. Interstate Form Preview, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the new TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. Why haven't you heard of a grand utility vehicle until now? Introducing the 8-seat Kia Carnival with a bold and modern SUV-inspired design, class-leading tech and advanced safety features. Don't compromise on space, comfort and style. We didn't just make an 8-seat family car. We made a grand utility vehicle. Book a test drive and experience the thrill of the Kia Carnival GEV. Kia. Movement that inspires. Thanks, I'm down here with David Warner. Dave, what would you say to people who risk missing their cricket match because they haven't signed up to KO? Uh, sign up to KO? Okay. David Warner says sign up to KO. KO Sports. Watch all your team's matches. Davo here, and I'm challenging you this spring carnival. With Sky's Beat the Experts tipping competition, you can go into the weekly draw to win $10,000 simply by picking more winners than me or Gator. And the best part, it's 100% free. Visit skyracing.com.au forward slash tipping to play. Australian residents 18 plus only excludes SATs and season website New South Wales TP forward slash 01685 ACT TP 22 forward slash 01840. 
Mum, fridges are getting more sophisticated every year. Oh, there's smart technology. Automatic temperature controls. Energy savings. Wi-Fi connectivity. Beautiful design. But. There's always a but. They're not getting any lighter. Neither are you. Mum, this is about fridges. No, it's about the free delivery. On selected fridges at Bingley. For a limited time. So if you need a fridge for summer, free delivery on selected fridges at Bingley. Where else? Bingley. Better living every day. And now for the most exciting two minutes in sports. The very best of U.S. racing seven days a week. Looking at Lee, can't catch always dreaming, who's the 143rd winner of the Kentucky Derby. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. You're listening to Racing HQ with Richard Haynes on Sky Sports Radio. And it's lovely to have you with us. It's now time to talk all things Queensland racing today. There's summer carnival just around the corner. Nine races to be decided at Dooman today. As we say, a very good morning to Michael Maxworthy. Morning, mate. Good morning, Richard. We've got a beautiful day for racing at Doomburn. We're back to, to nine races on a Saturday. And uh, we've got some, some good races today. I'm pretty confident. Uh, the weather's been beautiful in Brisbane. I think they've put 20 mils on throughout the week. And the track should be perfect, a good four. It's a track that usually has a little bit of ease in the ground, so it should be spot on today. Let's get stuck in. First race um, at eight minutes past one, the Parada first yearlings. They've come around quickly. The two-year-olds start the day, where number three, uh, Chrysler, is a $2.80 favourite on debut. Chris Waller, James Orman, Mashani, Raider, 310. And then another couple of debutants here, Give Him Wings and Freeman. So... Um, they're all yard watchers here, Michael, with these two-year-olds, and I'd say just a touch of an easier assignment for Josh in the two-year-old this week. Yes, with only one uh, <laughs> Mashani lining up here, and that's Raider, who ran second in that Mashani-a-thon last Saturday. Uh, got within half a length of Mashani Renegade. It is good form. He's just had a really busy time of it over the last month, this fellow. Um, he's had uh, two starts throughout October, but he was also scratched at the start one day and had to have a barrier trial to Bow Desert. He's on the quick backup. But they're putting blinkers on him first time today, and they've gone McLean. So he holds together after a pretty tough campaign. He is hard to beat. But I'm going with uh, Chris Orr, number three, the Colt by Better Than Ready. He was a $115,000 Magic Millions purchase. I've only seen him publicly once at a Bow Desert trial session back on the 11th of October. And he looked pretty good, although the time was nothing special. He was a bit gawky. He was sort of, he led the trial and he pricked his ears on the line. It looked as though he had a fair bit of gas left in the tank. So I think this is a perfect race for him to kick off his career in the Star Thoroughbred Colours. Number three, Chris Orr. To beat one, Mashani Raider. We've spoken about him. Two, Boomstead, and then number four, Give Him Wings. Three, one, two, four. Race two at Doombin today is a benchmark 70 over the 1,200 metres, where number three, Hatchet, is a $2 fixed favourite. Bit better on the tote. Number eight, Enabler at 290, and they've come away from Caribbean King, number two, at 850, and Vast Karma, number one, at $9.50. The betting almost a race in two here, Maxie. Yes, I can see why putters are liking Hatchet. Um, I think the 1,200 is the right distance for him. He's been tried over further, but I think this is his go. And, and Doombin as well, where he's had four goes for two wins, a second and a third. But having said that, I'm going to stick with Enabler. 
number eight. Now, I liked him last Saturday at Eagle Farm. He ran third there behind Al Burke, beating a length and a half. He drew gate one. He hesitated slightly and then was given a dig out of the gates and then he pulled like a train. Didn't have a lot left at the end. So I'm hoping that's taken the fizz out of him, the quick backup, because I think he's uh, probably pound for pound the best horse in this race ability-wise, but he can do a few things wrong. So I just hope he's more settled today, and I'm happy to uh, to take on Hatchet with Enabler. So we'll go with number eight to beat Hatchet. They do look to be the two. Um, putting in number two, Caribbean King, is a chance too. I like the fact that he's had a, a freshen up, and he likes tracks with a little bit of give in the ground. So forget his Eagle Farm form and give him a better chance today. He'll balance up behind them, give them a few length start. And I think he'll hit the line and then putting in vast karma. So we're going to go eight, two Caribbean King, three Hatchet, and then number one, vast karma. Race three, Dooman. Phillies and mares, benchmark 70, 1,200 metres. Number three, Baloo, resumes. $2.70 fixed favourite. Yeah, the totes are very open market here, so maybe a bit to play out. Um, so three, Baloo, $2.70 fixed favourite. Four, Amity Gal is at three twenty. dollars out to Tranquil Bay, searching for three wins in a row. Is there at $9? Yeah, Bulu's the interesting runner here, trained by Stuart Kendrick at the sunny coast. I think she, if she's right, she'll win. Uh, she was uh, due to return last Saturday to Eagle Farm and she drew barrier one. I thought, you know, why did they scratch? No, you, you don't scratch from barrier one unless there's a reason. And we spoke to Stuart Kendrick on the radio today and he just felt she wasn't 100%. She left a little bit of a feed overnight, Friday through Saturday, which is unusual. I'm pretty sure he said he had a blood picture done and everything's right for it today. But I think you're right with the market. Keep an eye on the market. If she stays solid or she firms, just get on it today, Baloo. I think she's got a lot of ability. Putting in Shan Jomi for Matt Dunn. The map looks beautiful to sit behind, which should be a decent tempo. Um, Amity Gal, I just can't follow her. I was really keen on her at Eagle Farm last start and she missed the kick and never got into the race. And... Look, 1,200 metres is absolutely as far as she wants to go. I think she'll get it around the tight-turning Durban track if she does everything right. And then Morton Bay, who's probably going to kick up and hold the lead from gate number one. So the tempo looks to be solid. I'm looking at Baloo and Shan Jomi to be the major beneficiaries of this hot tempo, sitting in behind and finishing strongly. Baloo number three to beat nine for Amity Gow and number seven, Morton Bay. Race four, Road to the Magic Millions on sale now. Three-year-olds, 1350 metres and some promising ones here. Number three, Enterprise Attack is a $2.60 fixed favourite. Number two, Larrikin Rogue uh, is there at 360. Clairview Molly, 440. And Sailor's Secret Racing in Good Nick at $5.50. Better give you Viander Chance at $11 and Guru Class, $34. But Enterprise Attack, a current 260 favourite for race four. Yeah, he's a nice cult, this fellow, by Spill the Beans. Now, both he and the second favourite, Larrikin Rogue, won at Eagle Farm last Wednesday week. It was on the same day, and their times were nothing flash. But I think um, in Larrikin Rogue's case, he's a... Look, he hasn't begun well yet in any of his trials or the two starts that he's had or his three starts that he's had. So that's the issue with him. Um, And first up at Eagle Farm, he... Second up, he sort of, he he brushed the side of the barriers and it was awkward and 
He had to wait for an inside run. He actually brushed the running rate. It was that tight to get through. So I think that was the reason that there wasn't a lot of time, you know, to suggest that he went well. But um, I still think he's a very, very talented horse. And so to Enterprise Attack, his time was nothing flash, and he was heavily backed. He ran about $1.35, only won by a neck. But he is a cultist fellow, and he's, he's raw, he's new, he's got a lot of raw ability. And I felt that he was just having a bit of a bludge in the home straight. Matt Dunshorst loomed up on the outside to beat him, but then he was woken up by Boris Thornton Enterprise attack, and he picked up and he won by a neck. So um, I think he was just having a little bit of a bludge there halfway up the straight, and he goes better than what we saw. So I'm going to go with uh, the cold here, Enterprise attack to beat Larrikin Rogue. I think they're both well above average. Definitely Saturday metropolitan material. Claire dear Molly, uh, she will get back and run on. She goes to 13.50. I think this is suitable for her. And then Guru Class, who's only a maid, but she's a good maid now, and she gets a three kilo claim. Three, two, six, and eight. Race five, 2,200 metres for a benchmark 75. Number two applications, a pretty clear 270 favourite here. $5, about three Red Wave and six Coup de Tonnerre. It's a good race, this uh, long distance race over 2,200. We've got four last start winners, and I'm with one of them in the Tony Gollum train, Coup de Tonnerre, a former Victorian. He had one up to 2,400 metres in Victoria. In fact, uh, his last done before coming to Tony Gollum, he finished midfield at Bernie Valley over 3,000. So uh, he won last start, his first race in South East Queensland, um, getting up to his right distance. So he got up to 21.50 and he clearly outpointed Gambu. Gambu bolted in at Eagle Farm on Tuesday, confirming that's a good form line. So I think now he's got to this trip, coup de tenere, he can carry on and win again. Applications was good, leading all of the way, and ran along as well. But he kept up a strong gallop to win by three and a half lengths at Durban uh, a fortnight ago. This is a little bit harder, but he, he gets the on-pace favours here. Again, applications. Red Wave. He did beat Odira last start, but he had the favours, and um, he cut the corner and had a lightweight. Odirara has since won. So Red Wave steps up a little bit in, in competition here and rises four kilos. So that could be a little bit of an anchor. But he's going to develop into a nice stayer um, on Saturdays in Brisbane, Red Wave. And then Hillcrest Avenue, an interesting horse. He's a five-year-old by the Epsom Derby winner, Australia. He was one of... Um, a horse that came from a sale in Victoria of Lloyd Williams, and he blitzed them at the sunny coast last start. He steps up to this distance and to town for the first time. So very interesting runner, Hillcrest Avenue. Six on top, Cooter today from two, three and eight. First look at the Quadia Doom in his race six today, a class three set weights over the 1640 metres. David Van Dyke, Ryan Maloney can uh, combine with number one without revenge. $2 fixed favourite, $2 on the tote. Number nine, Rations is next best at 270. And then Moktafi, number three, is a $5.50 chance. All others, all others are double figures without revenge, a pretty firm favourite. There's only two chances, the one and the nine, and I've gone that way. Without Revenge is an import as well. He uh, was lightly raced in England where he was a new market winner. He ran fifth at the Royal Meet last year and also around this time last year was just nosed out in a race at Goodwood, so it was good form. He trialled well at the sunny coast for David Van Dyke 
and he won well. It was a bit like a barrier trial, that victory at the sunny coast. There was only five entity went to the front, dictated. That was a month ago. He was due to race a fortnight ago, but David scratched him. That was the day that they were forecasting 50 mils of rain, which didn't eventuate. But he's a European, so gaps between his first start here and, and his second start, I think, is ideal. And, and he's found this Class 3 plate with a, a rating of 75 points and 59 on his back. He's just so well in. I think he wins without revenge. Rations, um, I think she's clearly the exact of the mind. She gets a lumpy run in behind the speed. Either way, without revenge, probably sits in the first two or three. So one to beat nine for the placings. I think six, who that can run on. Blinkers are back on him. And then Mock Taffy will just lurk in behind and pick up some of the minor money. One, nine, six and three. Race seven today at Dooman is a class six set weights over the 1350 metres. $3.10 favourite. Number eight, turn on the charm. Yeah, $3.10 tab number eight. Number seven, Rabamos, 460. And then number four, Kinlock um, is at $5. You called it and Rathlin in the market as well. How do you see race seven, Michael? See, it is a very, very tricky race. Uh, plenty of chances here. There's not much between them in this race. So I'm going to go with the favourite, though, Turn On The Charm for Mar Eustace. They would have left this horse up here, probably. I'm not sure. Maybe stays with Annabelle at Eagle Farm. Um, but he had the right form. He's got the right form to win this, too. He was a Flemington winner back in August and en route to Queensland. He ran well at Rose Hill and Radwick. And then he won at his first start here at Eagle Farm, beating Matawatapi. It was a blanket finish, but he would have been stiff because he couldn't get clear running until very late. He had to shift back towards the inside, and he eventually got up by around about a neck. And Ryan Maloney said in the post-race interview he wanted to either lead or sit outside the leader, but he didn't jump well. So I'm hoping they revert back to that plan, and hopefully he jumps better and go forward here because that's a good spot to be in particular around the tighter-turning Doomden track. So we'll go with him to make a back-to-back turn on the charm. Fork Kinlock. I like his solid Saturday Metro form in Sydney. This is a downgrade in terms of competition, running against uh, easier grade. Although last start, he ran 11 of 16 at Randwick behind Ellsberg. Um, Ayrton, Sabark and... I think Rustic Steel finished only just ahead of him, so that's really good form for this race for Kinlock. Uh, number nine, you called it, goes into the mix, and also number seven, Rubamos. Um, Rubamos has got a beautiful barrier today and is better than what we saw last start. Eight, four, nine, and seven. Race eight, Dooman, benchmark 85, 11, 10 metres. Number eight, Shamartin is a $2.70 favourite here, trying to win third up. Yeah, it's a, it's a good race. I think La Amiga probably leads here and can be very hard to catch with the rail out um, around this track. He, the problem last start with him, I thought he'd win. He had gate one. I thought he'd ping straight to the lead. But it takes him 50 to 100 metres to hit his stride. He's a bit sluggish through the uh, early part. But once he gets trucking, um, he can't be stopped. Now, they crossed him the other day and then he had to go out three and four deep because he was over racing badly. The fact that he was only beaten the length, I thought it was a terrific run. So he could be hard to catch Lara Amigo. But I'm looking at the 10 and the 8 to sort of get by him late here. I'm thinking that Fleet Dub around 650 is a really good bet. I know she doesn't win out of turn these days, but she finds the absolute perfect race first up for her. 10 goes in on top, Fleet Dub. Over number 8, the favourite, Shamaton. All he needed was two more strides 
last start at Ipswich and he would have beaten Orbison and Orbison's got a big rap on him. Then we're putting in the front runner, La Amigo, to really give them something to run down and then be water, my friend, who'll probably be back last running on. 10, 8, 6 and 4. Ninth and last, benchmark 90 over the 1640 metres. Equal favourites, in fact, there are three in single figures here and they're all around each other. Number five, Aussie Nugget, 350. 10, Linthorpe Lad, 350. And number four, Ulysses at 390. Double figures the remainder. What are we, what are we doing in the last, Michael? Yeah, well, we've got a good, pretty much a good form line to this race because five horses in this field of 10 ran against each other at Durban two weeks ago. Ulysses won it. Um, Aussie Nugget was third, a length and a half behind Ulysses, at which end was fourth. Bastos fifth. How Manhattan was sixth. So... I'm looking at that race, but the tempo is different today. Now, Ulysses led there and got a fairly cruise. It was a terrific ride by Apprentice Ange Jones. She just went at a nice tempo where she wasn't annoyed, but got a cruisy. Aussie Nugget, the stable mate, I felt had he got clear at the right time, but for being held up for about 150 metres, would have gone close to beating Ulysses. Now, Aussie Nugget, for being beaten by Ulysses, has a two kilo weight advantage over him today and probably should have beaten him last time. So I'm surprised he's not the clear-cut favourite here, Aussie Nugget. I think he will be by the time this race comes around at, uh, well, 5.20 Queensland time, 6.20 Sydney time. So really keen on Aussie Nugget today uh, to set the record straight, number five. Number 10, Linthorpe Ladd, he's on a seven-day backup. He just got up after having every opportunity to win at Eagle Farm last Saturday, putting in four Ulysses. Uh, this doesn't look as easy as what it was last start for him. And then Bastos to run on. So five, a good bet. Aussie Nugget over 10, 4 and 8 in the last. Okay, you're keen on that horse in the last. What else do you like today, Michael? Well, I'm, I'm liking three. Six, one without revenge. Now, he's at around about $2 on tab at the moment, but I think he'll win six, one. Eight, ten, Fleet Darva. I'm loving the $6.50 about her. And 9-5, Aussie Nugget. I think he'll take a trim and run a solid favourite in the last. So 6 one eight ten. 9-5 for Durban today. Thank you, Maxie. Speak next week. Okay, thank you, Richard. Bye -bye. Michael Maxworthy, and uh, he'll bring you all the action there from Dooman today. Let's turn our attention um, to our main provincial program. Behind the gates is not too far away as well as should have. Darren Flindell will join us, Brad Davidson, Andrew Hurley and myself, and your chance to join a bit of a conversation here. I'll, I'll let you know the text line now. If you have any questions for uh, for Darren or, um, or Davo or Hurls, and certainly myself to a lesser extent, 0419. 767272-0419-767272. Shoot your questions through about uh, any of the day's racing and the boys will discuss them and hopefully uh, put you on the right track to find a winner today. We need to find a winner for Wyong where there are eight races to go. 20 past one, the first race. Might be a home game for a man we're about to speak to, Mick Wallace. Hello, Mick. Hello, Rich. How are you? Good, mate. What's happening? Oh, not much. About to uh, scoot up to Wyong, as you say, not too far from home. So heading off to Warren tomorrow, though. Oh. So, um, you know, I'll probably uh, hit the road after this meeting and, um, yeah, a couple of W meetings. Hopefully we can get amongst the winners. Okay, good four I'm looking at here. What's it like up that way today? 
Oh, it's beautiful. I know, I know it says it's a little bit overcast, but the sun's shining at the moment. Um, yeah, I think we're in for a really good day. I think they might get a bit of a crowd out there. Let's go to your tips and thoughts here for race number one. We could get going with a, a maiden over the mile to start the day. And Chris Swallow, Liam McGorian, number one, uh, Kovalika, is a $2.40 favourite. Emery's for Godolphin. I'll be awaiting a rider there. I'll just chase that up. But uh, $3.10. Leipzig, tab number eight, four sixty, And Thoughtful Woman is there at $6.50. Who do you like in the first, Mick? I like uh, Cobra Liker. I've gone one, two, three, and eight. Only had the one race start. That was at Newcastle on the 15th of October. Uh, finished fourth there behind Kimura. And only really got mobile the last 50 metres. Uh, 1,300 up to, to 1,600 today, you would think, would suit from a good draw. Perhaps might be able to settle a little bit closer to the speed. The form out of that uh, Kimura race has been OK. Kimura's come out again and, and won since beating a horse I've got a bit of time for um, in floating. So I think the form will stack up, and I think he can justify his favouritism tag. Two Emery's raced on speed when third to a save a date for me at Kembla Grange last start. Might be ready to peak. Uh, third run back from a spell. A three-thoughtful woman's an interesting runner. She was detached early and was struggling to keep up with the main body of the field there on, on debut at uh, Hawkesbury. Uh, managed to tack on coming into the home straight and then raced erratically and didn't have a lot of uh, luck. I just think with the blinkers going on first time today, going up in trip, I uh, wouldn't be surprised if she got away with it. And uh, eight leaps in. Uh, placed at Tamworth two back and then ran on well uh, from back in the field to finish fourth behind Wolves at Campbell last start over the mile at one, two, three and eight. Race two is a Colts, Geldings, Entires maiden over the 13.50 metres. Number five, Shihab for the Wallyard and Liam McGorian again. Might have bumped into a handy one on debut. $2.30 favourite, Shihab. Number seven, just an upstart. Is at 3.60. The Seeker resumes today for Brad Widder at, uh, at $4.80. And Oakfield Waratah uh, is a $5 chance, double figures for the remainder. What are you thinking in race two here, Mick? Yeah, I've marked them eight, seven, five and three. Oakfield Waratah. Waratah's an improving type. The Tuntai goes on uh, for the first time this afternoon. Didn't mind the run at Hawkesbury on the, the 20th of October. You'll see uh, finished seventh there behind a So You Battle, but um, really like the way he closed off the final 100 metres or so. He was very strong through the line, and I just think um, back to the, the home track today from a good draw, um, I think he's going to be right in the thick of things. Seven, Justin Upstart, covered ground, went fourth behind Monreoli to Goulburn, and then last start uh, ran home strongly, uh, to finish a distant second behind Midori Fuji, who uh, looks to have uh, plenty of promise. Gate one today should get the right run. A, a five she had showed speed on debut when fifth behind Golden Age at Warwick Farm. Was only beaten two and a half lengths. Looks a winning chance. And three, the seeker um, has had uh, two starts. Was placed it now on debut before a beaten favourite at Canberra when fifth before the break. Has tried well at Hawkesbury recently. We'll be watching the market there, eight, seven, five, and three. Race three, Phillies and Mares Maiden, the Ruse Foundation, Phillies and Mares Maiden, going over the 1350 metres. Number two, Concordia. You know, Costa Concordia run aground there in, um, a year a little while ago. That was horrific disaster. Anyway, $3.10 and your favourite. You think the captain got, the boat got jailed. I'm pretty sure he did. Number one, Miss Fabergé, 340. We digress. Number three, Rangatiki at 4.40 and uh, Anaya for Godolphin a $10 chance but um, Concordia and Miss Fabergé uh, Mick I suppose and, and Rangatiki for, to a, a lesser extent I've seen a bit of these a bit of these girls and one trying to be a maiden no more yeah it's a good little race this I've gone 1, 3, 10 and 8 putting Miss Fabergé on top 
Um, she's a, a nice filly by Russian Revolution, and this might be the preparation where she really starts to put it all together. She was up against pretty good opposition as a two-year-old. You look at some of her peak performances there, finished fourth to Fireburn in the Group 2 Sweet Embrace, uh, finished fourth to She's Extreme in the Group 3 Magic Night. So uh, we know she can uh, she can gallop a bit, and she looked a little unlucky at Musselbrook last start when that uh, second behind Fabulous Choice got a fair way back, uh, closed off well, I think, from the, uh, the good draw today. I'm hoping she won't be too far off them, and I think she can get away with this. Three Rangatiki uh, resume with a second-place finish behind Bionic there at Hawkesbury. It was a bit of a bunch finish, which always worries me, but does strip fitter today. Um, ten Classic Deal was fourth to Floating first up at Newcastle. Um, that was over the 1,300 metres. I do feel she'll win races. So she just gets a long way out of her ground, which probably doesn't help a cause. And eight who's in Winnie um, chased hard late first up when uh, fourth behind Star Mistress at Newcastle. That was 1,200, getting up to the 13.50 today suits. One, three, ten and eight. Race four, class one maiden over the 2,100 metres. Number two, Kingdom of Gold is a $2.90 favourite on the fixed market. One Brave Boy at $3. Five Summit Special, four twenty, And Raffish uh, is there at six fifty. Double figures for the remainder. Race four, Mick, Kingdom of Gold, just favourite in front of Brave Boy at the moment. One, three, two and ten, the tips. Uh, Brave Boy, a pretty honest customer. Uh, was narrowly beaten into third spot behind Hendo's Magic at Hawks over 1,800 and a benchmark 64 and then had almost a month between runs when third at Bathurst to Yak over the 2,000 metres last time. I think his best would be good enough to win this. I'm just hoping that he's ready to peak now. Um, his only win was at uh, Gosford over 1,900 metres, so shouldn't have too much trouble with this distance today. Uh, three Ravish, uh, former Victorians, and only had the one run for new trainer James Ponsonby, when a grinding third to Chaotic Beauty at uh, Wagga over the mile. Going up to 2,100 metres has, has got to be a a plus, uh, given that uh, his only win was over a mile and a half at Geelong. Uh, two Kingdom of Gold boxed on solidly, went second to Iowa at Newcastle over the 23.50 last time, was safely held but uh, kept on finding the line. And I think 10 Samaritan could be the big improver today. A three-year-old by Dundeal finished down the track first up over 1,400 metres and then jumped straight up to 2,000 at Goulburn last start, was caught three wide no cover throughout and was beaten less than five lengths by Mandalong Missile. So I think it's a must-include for the exotics. One, three, two, and ten. Race five on the day is a class one over the 1350 metres. First look at the quaddie here, race number five. Number five, Principessa. Uh, I was on Black Bookers the other night for the first time. I'm pretty sure Ali's a Principessa fan. $2.90 favourite. Number 12, Apito Ballerina, $3.80. They come away from number four, Persevere, $7.50. And Field Marshal. Uh, at $7.51 start one win. Bionic got the job done the other day as well, is at $9. But Principessa, 290 favourite, Mick, for race five. Yeah, pretty keen on Principessa. Uh, racing so well, this preparation. Uh, the last run was a cracker there at uh, Gosford. Um, sort of jumped in the air at the start, uh, missed the kick, went back to last in a, a slowly run race. And she was taking ground off the first two late in the piece. So I just think she's ready for this kind of trip today, uh, box one, hoping she can jump with them and, and maybe get that uh, nice trail, sit in the, in the box seat. And, oh, geez, I think she'll be hard to beat. 12, Apito Ballerina, she's still a bit of a work in progress. She's got ability, but you can see in her races she needs plenty of encouragement to find the line. Was third to Surface Royale at Hawkesbury last start. A 10-field marshal was responsible for a, a tradesman-like win down there at uh, Goulburn last start, uh, beating a, a bleak. Uh, should be competitive again. And 14, Adelinda, 
Uh, I thought it was um, Adelinda's race there at Dubbo last start, but it was a bit disappointing when fourth behind at Nest in the Hills is sure to be running on again today. 5, 12, 10 and 14. Race 6 we go to now is a midway maiden at the 1,000 metres set weights for the race horse is number 3, hard to say, and hard to say is $1.50. But gee whiz, Mick, you might find something out of the yard here. Oakfield Bluebell for Trialed Well coming in $4. Terra Mata for Jared Austin, $8. And then double figures about Zara's Hope for Tingle and Diamo Luce. So... I can probably see why hard to say is a dollar fifty, but I know you are one fella that doesn't mind going looking for value. Is there value, or are you playing it safe? Look, uh, in the end, I've come back to the favourite. I, I was trying to find something to, to beat him, but on what he's shown us today, he's had five starts for two minor placings. He's raced against good opposition all the way through. Um, he's been uh, gelded over the break. His recent trial win was tremendous at Gosford. Um, rider Lee McGorry and uh, never let him go and he was still good enough to win the trial. Um, he's going to need a bit of luck from an awkward draw. I don't know if I'd be diving into the dollar fifty, but I do think he'll win. Eight, Oakfield Bluebell, four-year-old mare by Extreme Choice. Then he had the one trial that was at Gosford. It was a sustained showing of speed. Um, jumped on the bunny from the inside draw and, and careered away to win by five lengths. 13 Terra Maters, a Wanjana Philly from the, uh, the Jared Austin yard. She's had four trials. She won the latest one, beating Consenza there at Rose Hill after showing speed. And, and 10 Andiamo Luce could be the, the knockout here at Capitalist Philly, who uh, was back and wide in the latest Gosford trial, but ran on well to finish fifth behind Emphatic Bell. 3, 8, 13, and 10. Race 7, the Sky Racing Summer Provincial Series heats. These are good races. Bit of money up for grabs with the, the Sky Racing Summer Provincial Series. And heat 1 here is a Class 5 set weights, 1350, and they always bring a nice group of horses together. This is no different. Number 8, Showtime Lady. $2 favourite, $2 fixed favourite. Number one, Bethancourt, back of the races. He's a good style of animal, two thirty, And then we have La Jolie Fee at $8. Dream Eclipse, $10 and so on. But um, Showtime Lady, Bethancourt, and they are at the top of the betting here for race seven. Yeah, it's a good race, as you say. I've got one, eight, seven and 5, putting Bethancourt on top. Um, sort of taking him a little bit on trust first up over the 1,350 metres. But he's had four goes first up for a win and a second. Um, he has been known to put in some good runs fresh. Uh, he's very good on dry tracks. He's probably better on wet. He's had one start at Wyoming for a win. Um, he'll uh, probably get back off them a little bit, but uh, he'll be very strong at the business end. Eight Showtime ladies been placed in both Warwick Farm runs this preparation, the latest being a third to the poacher over 1,300 metres after sitting outside the lead. Um, or should be in it for a long way. Seven La Jolie Fee. Uh, she's been looking for a dry track, in my opinion. Um, was pretty good there last start behind Relucent when finishing fifth in the Hastings Cup there at Port Macquarie after covering ground. And five Sapphire Sun, first up today, has been placed two of five fresh. I think the firm track suits and, and two good trial efforts leading in. One, eight, seven and five. Then last at Wyong today, we finish off with the wide line, windows and doors, benchmark 64 over the 1,000 metres. Number 13, O-Tycoon, 3.70 favourite. Six, fire and ice resuming. Did a good job last prep, fire and ice for Mark Minervini at 4.20. Oakfield Triumph resumes here as well, 5.50. And Lessing for Tracy Bartley. Good luck to you, Tracy, with the big group one in Melbourne today at $6.50. But O-Tycoon, again, some, some pretty promising and sharp horses here to finish off the day, Mick. Yeah, I like a tycoon as a horse. I think it's going to um, to measure up and win plenty of races. I'm just going for a bit of value here in the last. I've gone 5, 13, 6 and 11, putting Suprina on top. 
Um, things didn't work out for her. Their first up at Warwick Farm um, was slow away and um, was used up in the middle part of the race and had to get tired late when beaten uh, almost seven lengths by way to the stars. But uh, last preparation did something similar. Missed the kick first up and uh, was beaten a fair way and then went on to win three in a row. And uh, when she jumps, she's very hard to run down. So I'm just banking on her um, stepping away a little cleaner today. And uh, I think she can she can do something. Her second up record's good. She's had four goes second up for a win and two runner-up finishes. 13, O Tycoon um, is a horse I'll be following going forward. Um, has only had the two race starts. I've got the Sunshine Coast win over 1,000 metres on the 9th of October was good. Um, he had a fair bit to do turning for home, but he showed a really good turn of foot to, to get up in time uh, to beat a Schiller. Uh, six Fire and Ice, as you mentioned, had a good preparation last uh, last time round. Uh, won a Newcastle trial beating Per Inaway on the, the 25th of October in preparation for this. And 11 Flying Tyrrell, I think, might be the one that ends up in the right spot today. I've been uh, encouraged by her recent trials. I think from gate number four, she might be able to stalk the speed, and uh, I think she'll be effective today. Five, 13, 6, and 11. Okay. Uh, number five, Saprina, is $11 fixed with the tab at the moment. It wouldn't be a preview without Mick Wallace finding one of double figures that'll run you some kind of a race. Looking forward to the day, Mick. I'm sure you're looking forward to getting trackside for Sky Thoroughbred Central. Uh, what is your best and value there for Wyong today, please? Yeah, best bet in the first. Race one, number one, Kovalika. Start number two, I think, can um, can get the job done. The next best, race three, number one, Miss Fabergé. I think she's ready to produce the goods. And best value in the last race, eight, number five, Suprina, looking for an improved run second up. Good man. Enjoy the day. We'll speak soon. Thanks, Rich. Okay, Mick Wallace, uh, all the action there. Uh, he will bring us from Wyong Racing today. 10 past 10 and not too far away from Behind the Gates. Uh, we'll reveal our Behind the Gates multi. If you're playing the punters panel multi uh, that the, the guys did yesterday morning and you're invested there, good luck to you there. If you couldn't get on there, we'll, uh, we'll reveal our, um, our Behind the Gates multi at around about a quarter to 11. And uh, it's the kind of bet that we'll try and let as many people get on as we can. Uh, before it does get sold out. It's been getting sold out swiftly lately, but we do thank our listeners for tuning into the segment and firing your suggestions or questions. We have a number coming through on the text line already. Thank you to those people. But if you have any questions to, uh, for Darren Flindell, Brad Davidson, Hurls and myself, 0419 767 Here's your chance. Join the conversation, 0419 767 272. Saturday HQ, a break and back with more. Racing HQ, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the new TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help, 1-800-858-858. A wise man once said, you never find it hard to meet expenses. They're everywhere. A bottle of Windy Peak is not expensive, and it's easy to find. Windy Peak wine by DeBortley. It's everywhere. Here's the traffic. There's so much to love on exclusive medallion-class cruises with Princess. Sailings from Sydney on sale now. Contact your travel agent or visit princess.com. East Gardens, a multi-vehicle crash on Bunurong Road near Westfield Drive. It's northbound. Tow truck and emergency services are there, so use caution. Redfern Ducks on the road south Dowling Street at Madison Street. Left lane northbound's closed. England take on Sri Lanka tonight in a T20 World Cup blockbuster. And it's all live and ad break free in play on KO Sports. New to KO? Start your free trial today. I'm Luke Jermaine, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. 
It doesn't have to cost the earth to own a share in a racehorse. Patriot Bloodstock offers an affordable, entry-level price point for racehorse ownership with fixed-price training fees. We love first-time owners and putters clubs. We'll get your friends together and start a syndicate. A Brave Smash filly, fully broken, is available now from a Dan that's produced five foals to race, all winners. She ticks all the boxes. Check out what's available at patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF Licence 33696. I'm here with David Warner reacting to the news that some people are not signed up to KO and will just assume their cricket matches on the telly. Thoughts, David? Yeah, nah, don't assume. Well, there you have it. David Warner says, don't assume. KO Sports. Watch all your team's matches. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. Races 1 and 2 at Rose Hill, Flemington and Doombin this Saturday. Place a fixed odds win bet and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. For Racing on Tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Kia Friday nights are back at Canterbury Park. Light up your summer with night racing, street food markets, live music and kids entertainment. Entry is free. Kia Friday night racing, opening night on November 11. Find out more at theraces.com.au. Australia's favourite windows and doors. Excuse me, I just got to get the door. Jess, can you take over, please? Yep, sure. Australia's favourite windows and doors are available at... Ah, sorry. Now someone's knocking at the back door. Um, how about we let the main voiceover guy take over? Wideline Windows and Doors. Bring over 50 years of producing quality Australian-made windows and doors that bring life into your home. Enhance the feeling of home with Wideline Windows and Doors. Inquire now at wideline.com.au. Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Down to the last couple. With Sky Stable Stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Quarter past ten. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to Behind the Gates. And um, you didn't realise that there's a a Pundas panel multi. They had a scratching, so they get a bit of money back. um, Go behind the gates. I wasn't aware that Pundas panel had a multi. I sort of wasn't focusing on them too much. Um, Hey, guys, I was on that multi but got refunded. Um, I got in on the first minutes as I was listening. Any idea why? Sure, that... uh, Okay, yeah, well, okay. Oh, okay, there's a scratching happened pretty quickly after, okay. They okay. They it, didn't they? they, they, did they yeah, yeah, I got an email saying they reopened it with a different horse in or something. Yeah, because Per Inaway was scratched. Yeah, I, I they, vaguely they reopened it, I think, with Sir Ravenelli in or something, by memory. Okay. Mm. Just um, had a, before I welcome you guys, just a quick text from one, from a listener there. Um what time is the quiz? And it's just a bit to that listener who doesn't miss a quiz. I don't think he's won one yet, but a bit after 11 o'clock. Is that, is that his way of saying he's not a fan of Behind the Gates or is he just... <laughs> Get off. Well, it depends if you're nice to his horses. Brady might listen to our show, but uh, we're all sub- subjective around here, aren't we? Well, maybe we should be critical and then he might listen more. <laughs> anyway, um, good luck to that listener and that texter for, uh, for your quiz comments. And Paul will be with us after 11. O'clock. I digress. Let's get to Rosehill Gardens. I, I think he's there. We'll soon find out. Darren Flindell. Good morning, Darren. Yes, good morning, Richard. What's happening? Uh, I'm just uh, still at the uh, the Kensington office at the moment, and then I'll shoot <laughs> up to uh, Rosehill straight after this. 
how's um, how's the week been? How was that uh, that Golden Eagle was some race? Certainly was, yeah, a cracking race. And uh, it's me speaking of that. Uh, I was desperate for Kiss Sum to to get a run on the race, and it couldn't couldn't make the grade there. And just wondering whether I'll take the fifty one dollars about it in the Champions Mile in Melbourne today. There's something uh, have something on him. He's he's a good horse, and just um, not to bang on about City form, but they can uh, can bob up down that way now and again. He's had a busy week today, day four of uh, the Flemington Carnival, amongst a stack of other races in between. Brad Davison, David, good morning. Yeah, morning, Hainsy. Morning, Darren. Morning, Hills. Morning, everyone. Yeah, it's been a it's been a massive week. Looking forward to a sleep tomorrow, but more so looking forward to this uh, big day today. Both states, what a what a day we have ahead of us. I think it's probably the the highlight, one of the highlights. Anyway, it's going to be um, yeah, great great viewing all day. Andrew Hurley has all of the tab prizes and everything else in between. Hello, Hurls. Morning, uh, Hainsy. Morning, yes. Brad. Morning, Darren. Yes. We're all well. How's the week been? Week's been good. Haven't got out of bed uh, in a good mood this morning. <laughs> Go on. Uh, scourge on society, cyclists. Quarter <laughs> past six, they're flying down the road this morning, talking as loud as buggery. That wasn't bad enough, you know. They probably cost me another ten minutes. I had to drive three wide the whole way here. So anyway, I got that off my chest. Other than that, um, I've had a good week. Good morning to all of those who are cycling around Sydney this morning and tuning into Behind the Gates. I'm a fan of all of you. you are and hopefully you can land a Behind the Gates multi today. Goodness me. Yes. Uh, nothing. We share the roads. Nothing wrong with that. I'm just glad I'm, I'm not a cyclist because I... Uh, my balance is terrible on a bike. I got bad ears, and my balance is shocking. Bit I, of would, I would dead set. I would dead set. Veer veer over accidentally, and and then everyone would be beeping for sure. Could you imagine just when you get the chance to get on the on the boat fishing? This boat comes up off the side and says, "Mate, that's my spot." Yes, and it's hurls. Yeah, yeah. What are you be. doing here, mate? It's my spot. No, he'd be too busy. Doing? He'd be too busy uh, spewing. But uh, <laughs> I do I do remember a good story about that. Actually, I had to cycle somewhere when I was. Oh, I was over in England for six months when I was 18. And I remember I was on the footpath and the old copper coming, mate, you can't ride on the footpath. You've got to go on the road. I said, mate, good luck. I'll, I'll, I'll literally will not be here if I'm on the road. I'm staying on the footpath, thanks. So there you a go. Couple of, a couple of Saturdays ago, on my walk over to the, the races, two girls were, were doubled up on the one bike. And I thought, and they, they could barely sit on. I thought, oh, here we go. So I'm walking down the footpath and then they come leaning all over me and then I let them go past and then they stop and they're half falling off. So then I decide, all right, I'll go and move out on the road and get right away from them. Then I turn left there at Ascot Street and they're at it again and then the next minute they go bang right into the back of a cop car. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. That's a, a little bit of justice. Ooh. <laughs> a little justice or calm. Just... Vulgar language this morning. Yeah. Too. Uh-huh. Anyway, have, 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 have you, are you watching Hurls' phone? Oh, I, don't know whether, I don't know whether he's just texting into us here. He's got some... No, nah, I think he's got some WhatsApp group where there's thousands of people in it and they all text each other Saturday. Well, well I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I just thought while we were discussing things, we haven't seen him text because someone's just texting, Hurley is a legend, only <laughs> tipster in the land who declared private eye last week. You were bullish. You were pretty bullish. Yeah. And he was very good. Yeah, it was. He's, he I, was. As I said, I... I, I like him today. I've, I've jumped on the train maybe too late, but we'll see. I just, yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to... Uh, I'm not going to blow my own trumpet, but I just simply thought he was the best horse in that race, and I think he showed it last week. For, the, for those uh, listeners at home, uh, you can't see, obviously, because it's radio, but Hills is here with his two hands up going, how good am I right now? <laughs> uh, well, I'm... Gracious uh, in victory. Yeah. 
Well, I tip Gold Trip, and I'm not going to go into that too much. But uh, you also tip anyway. Light Infantry in our multi. Thank you very much. Oh, wouldn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> we, Bang. We we got belted last week in the behind the gates multi. The so. first two got up, and then well, we the last two didn't. <laughs> that's true. Now, are we going to back any winners today? Yes, let's go. Let's, uh, let's go to the golden gift for a start, shall we? And. Um, uh, race six, two-year-olds here, a million dollars up for grabs and set weights at the 1,100 metres. Gee, c- can you give us any kind of a lead here, Hurls? I mean, I'm, I'm seeing equal favourites. Is there money going anywhere in specifically here for the Golden Gift race six at Rose Hill today? Yeah, I heard Will Freeman on uh, radio during the week with uh, with Dave Stanley and he said, uh, generally speaking, aside from Barber, it's a million dollar maiden, isn't it? But uh, let's have a look at the market for you, see if we can do exactly what you've asked and give you a market lead. Uh, $5 and pretty much been that right throughout the week is Barber. Ditto summer loving. So we've got <coughs> joint favourites there. There's no huge inward moves. Um, $11 now in $9 single figures is infatuation and 19 to 16 Mahaba. But um, yeah, no, I can't really give you a market leader. It's an absolute head scratcher. Okay, uh, Wally from Bondi uh, texts in, uh, guys, summer loving looked so good in the recent barrier trial. Should I be loading up today on summer loving? Wally from Bondi asked the question. Brad, do you want to? Uh, steer Wally in the right direction of summer loving or not? First things first, I don't like the word load up. I'm big against it. I, I just don't like what, Why? It, what, it, what it entails, like just throwing all your cash on. You know, like in this game, to beat the bookies, you've got to be disciplined. You've got to play it right and you've got to stake right. I don't like when I hear get out stakes. I don't hear when I lo- load up. I don't. I just. I just but, don't like it. But so your idea of loading up might be different to other people's idea true, of loading true, up. True. True. I just. I just think you know. I'm. I'm always a big believer in that sort of you know and and it's, it's a word used a lot that's just that's just me personally but um in terms of the horse look it's got a great chance there's no doubt about it um you know it's been two rivals in a, in a trial that is the concern what, what's behind it um but the time was okay it was plenty of style and you just you could take the punt that could be pretty good or you could take the punt that it's only beaten two rivals and they might not be much good and it's being overplayed. So you can look at it either way. Uh, look, I found it a, a terribly hard race to assess. I, I end up landing on, I think a lot of the times race experience is worth a lot in these early races. So, the, you know, the ones that have had the run, I've gone with Coincide. I just think he's the one that's going to do less wrong than Barber, who kind of missed the jump the other day and I just don't know where he's going to get to from that wide draw now. He was able to get away with it from the inside draw. So I've gone with Coincide, but... Uh, 2 1, 16 and 9. I think 15 is a great chance too. Uh, I found it a, a bit tricky. And I heard Bjorn Baker quite bullish about infatuation too. So, yeah, yeah I mean, there's plenty of different ways you can go. Oh. So, when uh, Bjorn spoke about infatuation, did he say much about Disneck? Uh, yes, he did. He's, uh, he, with Disneck, he sort of said, you know, a natural from the start, trialed well. Nice horse for the future. I don't know mm. Sort of how totally bullish today, though. Um, yeah, like, I can likes, likes him, but yeah, he looks very green, uh, Disneck. But uh, he can—I I dare say—he's got a lot of ability. He can run. He'll be quite strong late. Um, I like Summer Loving, um, but there was only one trial, and she only beat uh, two rivals there. But I like the style that she did it. 
load up, definitely not because the race is too complicated. Um, one thing about it, there's a lot of speed in the race and what worried me about Coincide, it's drawn the widest pretty much of all the, or pretty much the widest of all the speed horses. I'm not really sure who's going to lead and what the positions will be when they link up with the course proper, but I have gone with Summer Loving there. Um, from Shine Your Light, I thought might benefit by the strong tempo. I like the way Shine Your Light found the line in the race uh, behind Barber, so I thought she might be one of the best of the run-ons. Uh, I do worry a lot about Barber there from that wide draw. I worry a lot because everything just fell into place leaders back last time, then only had to come off the back of the leader, coincide who showed a lot of fight. Uh, very difficult race. I put Mahabra in number 16, uh, the second emergency there. He's won both his trials, and I really like the style of his work. So not an easy race. Uh, okay, thank you, guys. Yes, not an easy race. I mean, we'll have... I think Corey and Chantel with the yard there and, and, and Ali will be uh, having a look at these horses too. So it's a ripping race, the Golden Gift, and nice open market. Just a text there, um, no name to it. Also, it says, also, none of you were keen on my tip last week, Star of India. Well, that's not quite right because I... I'm a second pick. I do a little column for... Um, I assist Ray Thomas out with the judgment and I tipped him on top in that column and just a, a bit the thinking of you Brad a new horse to the scene exactly it, he was one of three or four new ones and I just quite liked his form so yeah, I, no, I, I did chance. like Star of India I backed it week. myself too yeah there you go mm. To that texter, I, um, we're not trying to prove anyone wrong, but uh, he didn't get under everyone's guard. I also want to take, uh, take you back or take our listeners back here to the first couple of races, because there is a, is a text here from Kieran from Canberra. Morning, boys. Can you give me a best bet in races one or two for the tab special for me? I'm currently working. The only reason I work on Saturday is to have a beer and a punt guilt-free. Cheers, Kieran from Canberra. Let's go to the highway. No, these are the races where Dave can get the cash early. In fact, we'll go to race number one. We start with our midway today, Hurls, a benchmark 72, 1300 metres. Another, another open-looking market the first. Yeah, and of course, uh, races one to two at Rose Hill, Flemington and Doombin today. If it loses your horse, you get a bonus bet back up to $25. So it's simple as that. Have a throw at the stumps. Either or is the favourite. 480 to 460. 550 Verbeck. Six Dollars a stero, seven fifty to seven for Danish prints, and we've got Cool Lad. It opened at eleven dollars when the market first went up. It's now into eight dollars, and real drift for I see things. It's seven fifty out to nine dollars fifty dollars held today. Either or, oh, good. Uh, let me just have a look down the page here. Now, damage went up $26, and we've got no scratchings here. It's halved its quote. It's into $13. Now, it hasn't budged from that quote today, so the boy's taking it on a little bit because it actually holds the third most amount of money invested today. Any firm opinion on the midway, Darren? No firm opinion. I thought I see things as unlucky last time when running fourth behind Liberty Sun and might be uh, a little bet. Now the, the price is getting right out to $9, but not a great deal of confidence, but just for the sake of uh, playing that promotion, I will take the 10 I see things. Yeah, I went with either or, but form's been on wet ground, needs to bring it to dry now, but I'm just playing the, the map. It's going to be out there on speed on a track that's going to be pretty fast, so gone with either or. In terms of the, the Tab Highway, um, I'm with the, the favourite Sir Ravenelli there. I was really keen to back Profits Pride but didn't get a run unfortunately for connections there. 
think it would have been very hard to beat. But uh, Sir Ravenelli, he's been knocking on the door in these races and his run the other day off a fresh and was terrific. He just got into an awkward spot. Are you getting into a better spot today and does look the one to beat? That's yeah, your thoughts care. on race two? Yep. Yeah. Right. yeah, I concur there with Sir Ravenelli. I just couldn't find anything else in the race I could tip. Uh, text here says, you guys all need a cold shower. It's a mutual loving. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's fair call too. I, I, I do rate that. I think it's been a little bit of a love fest this morning and we need to, uh, need to get on and, and find some winners. Well, fair, play, fair play, move on. Mm, Thank you. Right. Oh. Oh. Anyway, what's wrong with a bit of... Come on. You know, fair deacon. Just cracking the whip here, Davo. Just keen to get up there and sit in there with Andrew Martin all day. Wouldn't be rushing into doing that. Morning, Marto. No, I don't mean I mean that in the nicest possible way. Uh, he's one of the good guys. Um, he'd have a runner somewhere today, Marto. Uh, the precise air hot Danish stakes. I just, if you haven't heard of hot Danish and you need a racing, go and look at um, some of her replays. Oh, she was a beauty. She was outstanding. And this race name in honour hurls is race seven. Phillies and mares, group two, 1,400 metres or electric girl. Pretty firm favourite here. Yeah, pretty short. 260 at 240. They generally take this horse on and races very consistently as it has this campaign, but uh, it generally dangled the carrot with it, but not today. 260 at 240. She's a builder, $4 to 420. Lavish Girl, 8 to 650. 950 to 10. Back to $9. Uh, Samut. We've got JMA Aunt, 12 to $10. And Night of Romance Adrift, uh, 10 to 14. There was money early doors for Cliff's Aunt, 20. 26 to 18. but today it's been 19 to 21, back to 18. Yeah, Electric Girl does look hard to be, but 240 is the quote. Morning legend, she's a belter, is my sure thing of the day. Someone else there uh, also very keen on uh, she's a belter. Where was that text coming through? Yeah, so I suppose... Every man his dog. Every man his dog sipped it today. It feels that way. It feels that way. And, yeah, another text there. Uh, love the show, boys, and I'm not just saying that. That's what they texted. Thoughts on She's a Belter in, in the hot Danish. Um, looks the winner uh, with the firm ground, Jeff. Darren, are you with her? I'm not, no. Uh, but obviously the firm ground's a big, big plus. I've gone with Lavish Girl, and I'm even more excited now that Expo's been scratched because I just think Lavish Girl will jump to the front and completely control the race today. Bit of quality about her, and uh, I'm pleased to see there's been a bit of money around. I've got Lavish Girl on top of Electric Girl, the girl's Quinella. I, I love an opinion, and um, I'm happy to have one here, and I'm um, taking her on. Everyone's saying the best bet of the day. I'm, I can't get her anywhere near the price, personally. I. That's she's a belter. Yeah, yeah I, I like... You look at that race the other day, uh, is this whole dry track thing being overplayed? Yes, she's won four from five, but it's all two-year-old form. Like, it's a JJ Atkins, and you look at the form out of that JJ Atkins, it's putrid. It's not anywhere near this level at all. So, yes, she was held up the other day, but once she got out, she didn't exactly charge to the line. I know some people said she was a good thing beaten. Like, she's beaten three lengths, and Electric Girl should have won the race easily with 59. She gets back to a dry deck... She's even better on a dry track as well. She gets the map favours. Expat comes out this morning to take a bit more speed out of the race. I concede that she has the upside, and sometimes I do underestimate those up-and-comers on the ratings that I've got. But 
on what she's done today, if I give her her best rating, she's a $9 chance here at best. So I've got to give her two lengths off that to get her anywhere near $4, and I just can't do that. So for me, it's it's all about Electric Girl, and I agree with Darren. I think the dangerous, lavish girl. Um, she comes out of a good race last time out. I thought she was a shade disappointing, but I think she's clear second pick for me. I've thrown in she's a belter's third pick, but I could have had her behind Cliff Sard, to be honest. I think she's a good place bet, Cliff Sard. I think she needs a mile in Ramwick, but she loves dry ground. I think she'll be finishing off really strongly. But like I said, um, could easily be wrong because so many good judges are tipping she's a belter as their best of the day and a good thing. So uh, a lot of the time when that happens, you, you know, you're either right or you're wrong. But I'll have an opinion and I'll say I'm, I'm keen to take her on. I'm keen to back Electric Girl, something to place Cliff's art and probably save Lavish Girl. Uh, Brad, we're going to go away from a loving because I'm going to bring you to task here. Mm. Uh, you've been potting this JJ Atkins for weeks. Yeah. Horse called Sharp and Smart ran fourth. Yeah, but that's 2,000 metre derby next time, yeah. right? It, it's, it's, you look at political debate. You look mm. at all, all those other horses. They've come out and done absolutely zero. Well, and political the time debates was, only have one or two runs. Yeah, Didn't they turn they, it out? But, but, but it's, not, it's not sort of... You know, like sharp and smart's the one that goes from that to the to the derby yeah, in yeah. two thousand meters. It's a different it's not style. Golden rose form. It's not golden rose form at all. No, and the cool. figures out of it too were soft. And I know there are a couple there that have gone on, but for me, they're the ones that kind of go with it. More the sprinting sort of types. They haven't really set the world alight. So for me, I think people are looking at it and go four from five dry, luckless the other day. But then you go, well, Electric Girl was just as luckless and beat her three lengths. And I go, I just I just can't get them that close together. I think Electric Girl's a horse I've always struggled to take. Short odds about, but I just think it's kind of fallen into a lap. But I'm, I'm a little worried, lavish girl, and I think Cliff's arts the closer late. Uh, Darren, I haven't heard many people talk. I, I, I thought Samut mm. run a race today. She just, just hasn't been talked about too much this morning. Yeah, I made her the third pick. Her run was outstanding, uh, another bound or two, and she probably would have got up to win that race. And the way she got through those bottomless conditions the day she won at Canterbury, I think she's going quite well. I've got her on the short list. I've got her above She's a Belter. I think the, I think the query with her for mine is it's all wet form under dry, and it's Ramwick Canterbury wet form to Rosie, which is which is not really going to suit her for me, and I don't think she's, she's terribly weighted in a race like this too. You no. know, what's she, what's she, an 85 rider and carrying the same weight as Electric Girl 105? I just don't think it's her race, but I think she's flying, but I think she wants wet track somewhere else. You might think I have had a, a glass of Debordley or two already, but I think More Secrets runs a massive race here, and I know she's $51, and I know she's had a midweek company, I just thought she was terrific the other day. She was. And they wouldn't have a throw at the stumps. It's a throw at the stumps for some black type. Yeah. She was good. She beat Bubba, though. And Bubba's... I'm saying try, trifecta's first four, was Yeah, it? yeah. Like, she was good, and, and it was a nice win. Um, I wouldn't say entirely no, but I would think that, you know, a 77 Raider again with 57, just, again, probably the wrong race, but have a crack and, and see where she ends up. I'm, I'm not against that. The team know what they're doing, that's for, for sure. Has there been any mail around about Marco Botti's mare, Divine Magic? Oh, how do you... Did, you, you, put, did really? you put her in for fourth, Darren? Yes. Over there somewhere? Yes, I, I put her in for fourth just for that unknown factor. It's a real guessing game, isn't it? But she seems yeah. to be a real specialist at the 1,400 metres and uh, for the fact that she's been brought over here specifically for this race, get your attention. You seem heavily against She's a Belter too, Darren, just look, hearing your numbers there. 
Yes, yes. I was looking at all other options. Mm. Okay. Uh, race five today, Hurls. Uh, a question here is the Furphy Handicap, benchmark 78, 1,200 metres. Might get a, a market for race five if we can, please. Always a good sign when they back a David Payne runner, and that's exactly what they've done here. They went up $5. Uh, it's 360 today. We've got 360 out to 440, Devil's Throat. It's been a real drifter since the market uh, first opened. Now, even this support for Fox Fighter, and I have to concede per in a way, 14 by 12 was the deductions. Uh, Kobe Rocks today, 850 into $7. Now, he's a hot shot. It went up $21 when the market first opened, $10 into $8 today. It's been very well tried. Uh, has He's a hot shot uh, for the... Uh, stable there of Bjorn Baker. It looks a likely leader, does it not? I think so. Yeah, that's the way I read it. And I think dry ground, he's the type of horse I want to find here. He, he gets going early on in the prep. He was solid in the trials without the blinkers and he wears them race day. So for me, it was a one to two lengths between five of them here. And when that's the case, I'm, I'm never tipping favourites in those types of races. I'm looking wide. So he's a hot shot for me at eight bucks with not a heap of confidence, obviously, in an open race. Question uh, was, and you both uh, have an opinion here. Darren, uh, boys, just the thoughts on Fox Fighter today? Yeah, big chance today, I'd assume. Uh, last run was, was quite good and brave when running down winning verse at Rose Hill two starts back. I've I focused on So Am I, number four. New acquisition to David Farfer's yard, formerly with Matt Dunn. Loved its barrier trial at Warwick Farm. Very enthusiastic trial there. Pretty good fresh record as well. So at the price I've gone with so am I as the on-top value pick here. Uh, what time are we opening up this behind the gates here? Is it about eight a quarter, a yeah, quarter about to... eight minutes, yeah. Eleven? Mm-hmm. Rightio. We'll, uh, we'll tell, you, tell you our horses for that uh, pretty soon. Um, yeah, um, Mitch from Griffiths says, Rich, the rumour going around is summer loving is the best horse gay has trained since Piero. Um, uh, I've, I've heard that quoted, but I sort oh, of really? believe what I see and thought she, she trialled really, really well, but has to go and do it uh, on race day. If that's the case, I haven't heard that rumour, then it'd be uh, coming up my numbers a fair way if that's the case, because this is a very winnable race. Yeah, for sure. Dave from West Hoxton, we might... Um, is he your man, Pearls? He may or may not be my brother. Uh, Ray... <laughs> Race nine. Let's go to race nine. I'm going to market here, Hurls. And question is, um, Dave, good morning, fellas. Heading out to Rose Hills today. The wife wants to leave after race nine. Can you give me one in the get-out stakes, Brad? No, I so can't. I can, so I can cheer it on in the car ride home. I'm not going to market for race number nine. Gee, I am me. $2.30. It's pretty skinny, isn't it? I was shocked my life when I saw that. Um, now, I'll give you the market. It gets underway at 25 minutes past 5 this afternoon. Yeah, 2.30. Uh, now, we went up 2.50 this morning, so it's crunched in again to 2.30. Deductions there significant. Per in a way, it was a dual acceptor. 7 by 8, 17 by 14 winning verse. Hypothetical 11 by 10 and Rustbus uh, zilch. IME 2.50 to 2.30 today. Sees Coco Rocks get out from 2.80 to 3.10. Empire's been back today. In fact, it's been backed ever since the market opened. $15, $10 this morning, now $7. And that is pretty much the tail of the tape. As far as dollars are concerned, not the busiest race on the card. I am me. Yeah, it's uh, got the most amount of money invested. Gee, almost a racing to you, Darren. I am me, Coco Rocks the Bucket would say. I mean, Ebha's no slash, nor is Devil's Triangle. How are you seeing race nine? 
how I went one over four. Coco rocks, I and me. Um, all the horses I like have been scratched, so it's it sort of left me back with uh, left me with very limited options at the end. But yeah, Coco rocks from I and me. Yeah, I was with um, Winning Verse. It come out, so I'm kind of with I and me me here, but. Uh $2.30 seems a, a little bit skinny for mine. I think if you do like it, you might get a little bit better late. The horse I want to just give a quick mention to our wide is the 12 Miss Ostend. I think she's a very underrated mare. Loves dry ground. The stable have got a terrific strike rate first up with no trials around 20% the last two years. So she'll be ready to go here. If she drew a gate, I'd be backing her, but I just don't know where she'll get to from that draw, and I think it's going to be a little on pace and, and hard to run on. In terms of the last, the one long race day stakes... Um, Arna Kier, I'll do like in the last. I think he sets up... Uh, oh, we're going to race 10 now, are we? Well, he, he asked for a tip in, in the last. No, I, said, I think he's no, hightailing it out of there. And, no, oh, race nine. OK. I thought yeah. he wanted a tip yeah. in the Leaking last traffic. so he could put it on, we'll, put it on and lift it in the car. We will get to race... 10 shortly because there is another question surrounding race 10 but that's that's okay let's let's get to our before we um uh set the behind the gates multi free into the market let's go to the five diamonds here race eight today is the two million dollar five diamonds set waste plus penalties 1800 meters um it's sort of between ellsberg and law of indices might have narrowed that gap a little bit in the market of hills. What are you seeing? Well, I'm not surprised Ellsberg has uh, drifted. It's t- it was 250 this morning. That does seem skinny. Granted, you know, the horse is flying. Uh, Laws of Indices. What about the form around it? It's 390 to 380. Back to 390 today. Ayrton, eight dollars to 650. Uncle Bryn, eight dollars to seven dollars. Diamil, ten to eleven. Uh, Nineteen to seventeen. Rebel Rama. Now we went up twenty six dollars for it. So it's been uh, it's been well tried. Sabark on the back up as well. Uh, it went up $26.19 this morning, uh, back to $18. Uh, Rustic Steel Caesars Palace come out. Deductions there, just 5 by 5 for Rustic Steel. Now, as I said, I'm not surprised about the drift for Ellsberg today, and that may or may not continue. We'll wait to hear from Tim Ryan a little bit later on on your program here, Rich. In terms of dollars held today, uh, yeah, it's laws of indices, narrowly in front of... <coughs> Ayrton, then uh, Ellsberg. And a few punters, yeah, that is off the back of money, Rebel Rama and also Sabark. So, um, Sean from Penrith, good morning all. Can you please give me your opinion on Uncle Bryn in the Five Diamonds? And a couple of texters here saying their best each way bet of the day is number 12 in Rebel Rama. A couple of texters saying that. Davo. Yeah, it's a fascinating race. Um, just with the map horse, Ellsberg here, but I can see there's a couple of knocks being... Uh, uh, drier track and 1,800 metres. Yeah, I think he's 350, 380 kind of pop. Um, I would have tipped Laws of Indices to beat him, but where's he going to get to on the map? That was my little query, but Bowman's in the zone and probably find a, a great spot and then be very hard to beat. Ayrton didn't like the way he laid in the other day. 1,800, some concern. And Uncle Bryn, I, I do like the different form line. He walked in there the other day, didn't beat much in the Sale Cup, but I love the form lines beating Gold Trip and and um, running second to Smoke and Romans in a naturalism a few starts ago. So I think they're the main hopes. Um, that'd be the way I'd probably be playing quaddies and things like that. But Ellsberg on top narrowly. Um, Darren, as you talk about Uncle Brian and, and Rebel Runner and your thoughts on the race, I still think Diamill $11 is good value. I think there's a bit of sense of timing about Diamill today. How are you seeing the five diamonds? 
Well, uh, Ndaimal, I wouldn't uh, want to rub him out, but I thought this might be a little bit uh, difficult for him. I love that win of Uncle Bryn in the Sale Cup, rounding them up, and then won very, very cosily at the end and has such a marvellous record on the good-rated track, so I really do respect Uncle Bryn. I'll put him in the numbers. I feel like Laws of Indices owes me a fair bit now. I've backed this horse on numerous occasions against my better judgment from bad draws, <laughs> and I think, all right, well, the race just didn't pan out, and that may well happen again today. But I just keep looking at his profile. Every time he goes around, he's in a Group 1 race, and here he is in this five diamonds today. I'm, I'm prepared to take the chance from the bad gate that he might just be the best horse in this field. Just needs a little bit of luck to go his way. So Laws of Indices over Ellsberg. I put my old mate Sabak in there on the third line. I probably don't think he can win it. He, he just wasn't good enough to match it with Ellsberg the last time they met. And then Uncle Bryn was the order I had, so 2 1, 10, and 7. Uh, Laws of Indices is my um, behind the gates multi horse. I cannot see him out of the first four in any way, shape, or form. So he's my, my go today. Yeah, Brad? It's, it's, it's good that you've gone to one with a race with you know, 10, 12 runners instead of 25,000 like last week. I thought we moved on from last week, Brad. <laughs> we did. That's that one final little dig. Yeah, I, I, noticed. Um, I noticed. What did I go? Electric Girl. It'd be funny if I ticked one oh. in the 24 horse race. Well, it was, it was $3 dollars something Seven? yesterday. It was $3.20 yesterday. Don't, now defend, it's don't defend yourself now. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah, it'll run. It'll bit, run top four it's anyway. It's a bit soft, it, doesn't doesn't matter. Um, Darren, behind the gates horse, please. Uh, mine is Naval Seal. Mm. Naval Seal, I, uh, I went with her last time and she got uh, pipped on the post um, by Mahagoni there. I was just a little bit worried. Her trials, sorry, uh, his trials, he'd been buried on both occasions, so he wasn't really let down in either one. So under race conditions, he was found just a little bit wanting. Now he's had that run, I think he'll be spot on for today. Uh, Walinga Rufio, I don't know what to make of this horse now. So uh, I, was, I was happy to take on Walinga Rufio and go with Naval Seal. Who are you stopping, Hurls, and the multi's open? Yeah, I went it's, it's, it's just a really straight bat. Uh, King Frankel, race three and number three. We're damned if we do, damned if we don't. Um, we're about to open. I'll just get Brad to, uh, to let us know what yours was, mate. Electric Girl, yep. Uh, yep, so that is open now. Three bucks. A bit, uh, yeah, so as I said, it, it's $3, maximum bet $25, but last week we had about $7 dividend. It went in four minutes, so hopefully as many people can get on as possible, but to my eye, that's a free $50. Well, giving um, giving plenty of people a chance and, to get on. That's yeah, all. and we go to a sports and today's specials, and bang, it's right up the top. Today's offers, I beg your pardon. Sports, today's offers, bang, Wooshka, open. Give us strength. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, you know, it's, we did have a good run there for a while and it, it does look straightforward on paper, but we know with, with this yeah. kind of thing, it doesn't always work out that way. But good luck if you play the Behind the Gates multi today. Um, Darren keen on Naval Seal in race four. Brad, what are you thinking? Yeah, he's hard to beat. There's no doubt about it. Um, I agree with Darren. I think maybe just the fitness and, and whatnot, but it, uh, first up, but he's got the more improvement here, doesn't he? Uh, I think he's clearly the one to beat. I do 
concede Willinga Rufio is a good chance because he's coming out of races where he's been going too hard and now he gets pretty soft time of it on speed. So it's a nice little switch there. And I think the other chance is Colour Sergeant. He got back in that same race the other day. His late sectionals were just as good as Naval Seal and Willinga Rufio. Difference today is he draws one and he'll be just absolutely third defence, I think, here. So he's the one at 9.50 that I think is value, but uh, Naval Seal hard enough to beat. What did Matthew Smith say this morning about Colour Sergeant that he's... Worked really well the last two weeks, and he sort of yeah. He gets a good run. He's improving if all they, the time. If they're not their defence today, they're missing opportunity because he jumped so well the other day, and they just got so far back. He's got to be third defence today for Mon. Let's go to the staying race hurls, uh, race number three, where you're hoping it's a King Frank or procession and a market please for race three, a benchmark 78, 2400 metres. Yeah, two sixty to two eighty. King Frankel is favourite. Pale King well found by Brad last week. Uh, $3.50 to $3.80, second favourite. Essential Sky, $5 into $4. Our Candidate, 6 to 7 17 to 11 Suppression. King's Charisma, 13 to 14 26 to 23 Sound of Cannons. Brad, Essential Sky is a flying. I've been following it. Concerned today, the uh, back onto a good track. Yeah, that's a little concern, isn't it? But, I mean... Are we sort of? Yeah. I think she's a different horse this prep too. Mm, so it's true, like, yeah. okay, what do you what do you do with her? I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt and saying I think she can still do it on top of the ground. Um, I'm with her, but the, the top three have all been good to me uh, the last few weeks, that's for sure. And uh, look, I, I thought her win the other day, Essential Sky, was much better than the margin gave her credit for. She got held up at a it crucial a nice stage. Ride. It's a good ride, very patient. She got held up at a crucial stage and the other one was off and gone and the horse, to be able to chase down the, the horse that was off and gone when she lost all momentum, I thought was was fantastic effort. Best late splits of the day when you adjust for distance as well. So I thought Essential Sky was terrific. I think Pale King was great on dry ground. And I think King Frankel was tradesman-like the other day. So I'm Essential Sky um, and then Pal King, King Frankel on the next line with our candidate not far away. Yeah, I'm with Essential Sky as well. I, I'm not going to read too much into the the fact that she's been winning on the wet tracks. It's more that now she's been stepped up to this trip of a mile and a half. That's when she's really come to her own. And, but a lot to like about both those wins at Warwick Farm and Kensington. She's been good to me and I'll certainly stick with her over Pale King, King Frankel. It's uh, probably one of the, the better races of the day, really, because you can make a strong case for all three of them. But I think there's more in the locker there of the Central Sky. Right, yeah, I, I tend to agree. She's um, Sarge has her in a great place at the moment. Let's go to race number 10. We have a, a question. One of our texters has texted in about uh, about the 10th and last of the day. Hurls, I'm, I might grab a market if I can uh, for a benchmark 78 over the 1,400 metres. Yeah, best back runner here is Anaquir. Now, it went up $12 when the market first opened, 550 this morning, and retains that quote. 11 by 10 more secrets, 7 by 8 Akasawa. Danish Prince at two by two by one and Timpanis two by one also. Uh, the favourite is Belarus three thirty to three fifty. Anaquir five fifty is six back to five fifty. I am Leapball is a six dollar chance in from seven fifty. Starman eight to seven and ten to nine for short shorts. But Anaquir uh, has been a really significant move right throughout the week. Brad, I am Lethal is giving me cold sweats and it could be even worse if I don't back it today or I'm. <laughs> Equally as 
peeved, if you like, if I do back it and it doesn't lob. Well, He's got to relax, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, it's not cyclists, this kind of thing. Well, if, if John O'Shea can get this horse to win today, you might just have to cancel the quiz next week and just give him the prize <laughs> because uh, he was heavily backed the other I day. Him, I told him when the quiz is on. He was disappointing, but um, there's no doubt he's a much better horse than that. And I always, when they run like that, I just put the pen through because the horses have off days. Simple as that. Mm. Things don't go right. Who's having get, an off day? <laughs> when when a horse when a horse that's supposed to win or be right in the finish gets beaten a length, to me that says, okay, you weren't good enough. That was your that was your mark. When they get beaten five, six, or more, it says off day. You just got to pen it. Um, he's a good chance here. I do like Arnicure though. Though I think. Uh, look, his win was so stylish there at Randwick last time out. His trial's superb. I just can't see him not being the strongest late here. And I just don't know what they're going to do with Belarus. I think if they go back, I'm really keen on Anacure. If they go forward on Belarus, I'm a little bit concerned. I don't know if there's been any sort of, you know, word on that. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think Anacure is stronger than Belarus late personally. But she might have the map, map advantage if she goes forward. But Anacure, Belarus, I'm lethal. The three only hopes for me. And, Dara, uh, Dara, not to give one of the owners up, but uh, good morning, Russell. Is in my phone as phone charger, Russell. Try being an owner of I Am Lethal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, G'day, Russ. The, I was gutted by the performance of I Am Lethal. I was really keen on it uh, that day. I even got a few texts this morning. Do we go again with I Am Lethal? I said, not for me. I, I just couldn't put myself through that again. But when we take a quaddy, I'll put him in, and it's going to be one of those mental health uh, sort of inclusions. <laughs> <laughs> but what's worse, Darren, if you don't back it and it lobs or you do back it, and it doesn't lob. Do you know what I mean? Like it's well, uh, rather, right. rather show some, rather at least show are. some conviction. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give the uh, Australian bloodstock uh, horse a bit of a chance. He's Spangler in his second preparation. There was a lot of money for him at his first start, and he just got too far back on the heavy ten. Then he was able to go to Newcastle and was able to win quite fine. I saw his trial. Dylan Gibbons rode him at the trials last week, and it was pretty good work. Actually, it was very nice work there by Spangler. So I'm going to take the chance with him over Belarus. I think he's got a bit of quality about her. Short shorts, I think, will lead for a long way. And then I just put I am lethal in on the fourth line. Actually, I've probably made an error here with Arna Kerr. I, I didn't put him in the top four, but he's got such a terrific first-up record and his trial was good enough that he'll be competitive. But I'll go at the odds Spangler each way. Question around, around this race, guys. A comment, please. Uh, is equation a nice each-way bet today or a pure dud? I feel like you can pull something <laughs> off today. Didn't put their name to it, but that's okay. We can talk about equation. Any comment there? Yeah, I promised the world early on. It just hasn't really gone on with it. So I just want to see a bit more first. Okay. Uh, he won't be getting any of mine. Okay. Um, uh, what was the name of that texter last week? I hope, I can't. I should have remembered. It had a classic name. It was Crackers or something like that. <laughs> and, crackers, um, I think it was, yeah. yeah. Do we re- I wonder if his um, punters bet got up. That's right, it was a punters club. Yeah, it was a punters club. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what was it? It was... Um, and he took a, a nah, race that was a win. big field. Yeah, it didn't win, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Was it Crackers? It was. I think, I think we've covered off on race one already, but just Steve from Cornell asking um, to you, Brad, uh, Astero, any chance in race one today? Did we talk about Astero? Did you... Uh, it was disappointing the other day, but may have needed yeah. the run. Supposedly the coat wasn't there in the yard, so maybe a bit of a yard watch, but I definitely expected a lot more the other day. Rightio. Darren, we need to... Uh, let you leave the Doncaster Avenue offices of Darren, of Darren, of Darren, <laughs> Darren Flinder Racing. Your best, yeah. your value, and how you thought you might play Five Diamonds Ladies Day, Quaddy. 
And aren't they destroying Doncaster Avenue, building more cycle Absolutely lanes butchering it. Oh, <laughs> it's going on forever as well. Yeah, so Naval Seals, the, the best bet as far as the quad is concerned. Uh, race seven, one electric girl, four lavish girl. And... Uh, and I'll just leave it at that. One from four in race seven. In race eight, one, two, seven. Uh, gee, I've got form guides everywhere now. <laughs> uh, Ellsberg, Laws of Indices, Uncle Bryn, one, two, seven. In race nine, uh, one and four, Coco Rocks, I am me. And in race ten, four, Belarus, six, I am lethal. Uh, ten, Spangler, and 13, Short Shorts. Have a good day, Darren. We'll let you get out to out to the, the gardens and yeah, great day of racing ahead. Good calling. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the day. Good on you, Darren. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Owen from Bondi, leave hurls alone. His anger at both cyclists and I am lethal is both justified and endearing. <laughs> you have a fan in Owen from good on Bondi. You, Owen. Have a How have you been day, for a buddy. swim this morning, Owen? It's good. It's be- the water was beautiful yesterday. It's been up and down. Last nice. oh, last Friday was absolutely sensational. I went in on Monday and whew, it was icy. No, Still refreshing. Beautiful though. yesterday. Nice thing for you. Uh, now, Brad... It is um, Champions Day at Flemington. Um, someone has asked the question here, is Steinem in the Matriarch Stakes? Question mark for the Mayors. Yeah, I'm Dad, not... Brad has a funny look on his face as I, I've asked him that. I'm not going to talk you out of it because it's big odds and it's a horse that has always promised a bit and might just bob up. So I'm not going to talk you out of that one. Um, I did see the other uh, message there through someone saying, I fell out of my chair, Davo, when you said Giga Kick should be $10, which I said on Twitter yesterday is a bit of a... There's a bit of a thing. Um, all the experts need to take your blinkers off with respect to nature strip. Yeah, that's look. I'm going to have an opinion. If you, if you don't like it, that's totally understandable, and I'm going to get plenty wrong. But one thing I will promise you is I'll have an opinion, and that's one thing I'll I'll always do. I'll have a crack, and um, I think Nature Strip will will win and win easily today. And I think Giga Kick isn't as good as the market suggesting right now. That is my view because I thought he was flattered in an Everest. I thought they all got. I thought the first wave got there, the second wave got there. They all got there too soon, and they were out in their feet. So it mean the third wave had to come over over the top, and. You look at his form prior to that. He beat Buenos Notches by a nose. Buenos Notches ran well in a cool mall, but beaten three, four lengths. Buenos Notches is 30 to one in a race like this today. I just think that last run's been given too much cred. And I think Nature Strip, different story, down the straight. He's able to sit up. He's able to run the race the way he wants to instead of being three wide, no cover. He's not second up anymore. He's got a horrible record second up. He's got a great record third up. Two TJs and an Everest, his last three wins. Uh... I think he just wins today, and I think he shows once again why he's the best horse in the country. One of the good things on the day? I think so, yeah. I'm I'm really, really confident he'll bounce back. And, look, he's been the best horse in the country, Animo included, for the last two years, um, and I hope he can continue that today. Does $2 Animo interest you? No, not at all. Um, I've... I've been on the different train with him. I've sort of said he's a superstar, no doubt, and he's a winner and everything like that. But I just thought he had everything in the Cox Plate, go his way. J-Mac, 12 out of 10 ride. Yeah, but that's why you... uh, Sorry to say that, and I'll not have it a go. But that's why you have J-Mac on there. That's why J-Mac is, is, you know, the absolute elite, because he allows that horse to get... For it's sure. all its own way. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but it's so you could, you could say on Thunderstruck was unlucky, and, I, and, yeah. and I, I get that, but J-Mac put that horse into that position yeah. and 
yeah, repeating myself, that's why he, he is yeah. the, the best a, and it, it allowed him to. But it's a different race now, isn't sure, it? Sure, sure, You sure. know, the Valley's yeah. a short straight, he's yeah. in the right spot, no, I'm Thunderstruck's out the back and, and really, if you run that race ten times, I'm Thunderstruck wins quite a few. Now all of a sudden, mm. Thunderstruck's a Flemington... Big, big straight. Position's not as important. So, I, look, he's still Mark favourite, clearly, in my yeah, book, and the yeah. horse to beat. But I've, I'd, I'd have to side with I'm Thunderstruck at the odds. I just think they price him like he's going to win every time, and he is finding a way to do that, so he can easily do it again today. But I just don't think he's dominant. I think he's very beatable, and uh, we'll see what happens today. An overall racing form question from Jack. When doing the form, how much do you notice, how much notice do you take in just of the jockey when making your selection? Yeah, so huge. It, like, Huge. Yeah. I, mean, I know there are different factors that come into it. Yeah, I mean, the difference between a J-Mac and some of the lower-end jockeys in Sydney is four lengths, four or five lengths. It's it's massive. And you have to give big tick-ups for jockey upgrades, just as you have to give big negatives for jockey downgrades too. Um, but but only give negatives to jockey downgrades. Don't just don't just look at it and go, J-Mac to, to somebody else, that's a big downgrade. You know, if J-Mac got held up and the horse had no luck whatsoever, then you can't give it a downgrade because it was a bad ride still or, you know, he just had no luck or whatever it was. But as a general term, yes, you've got a... Jockeys are, are massive and that's why, you know, that's why J-Mac's... A, Ridden, what, seven winners, I think, during Cup Week already and on track to beat his own record at the moment? Yeah. Honey, do me a favour, mate. This is a question I've wanted answered for about 20 years, if not more. Next time you interview a jockey, can you ask them if they prefer to uh, ride in a sprint or a staying race? Simple sure. question, it all, but I think I just, it all depends on the jockey, doesn't it? Depends what the yeah, money, I don't know. Depends yeah. what the money is. A Tim Clark will tell you get to the front in a in, in a staying race. race. Or a McElroy race. will yeah. tell you I'd prefer to settle yeah. in, in a staying race. Yeah, there's that aspect of it too. But just as far as enjoyment goes, obviously it's more tactical. Oh, I suppose they're both tactical. Anyway, um, question. could you do that for me, Richard, please? Okay, I don't else. ask no, a lot I, of things. I will, from you. I will keep it in mind Thank and you. I will pose the question. Um, one more, Brad, before we grab your. Best for Ram, uh, Ramwick, Rose Hill and Quaddy thoughts. Um, can you please ask Brad about his thoughts on Lofty Strike? I know he's out of his depth here, but I feel he's a, a nice one to follow. Cheers, Johnny. That's in the champion sprint, of course. I think you nailed it. I think he's a nice horse to follow, but I don't think today's his race. But he's definitely got something, and stick with him. He'll, he'll win races for sure. You're absolutely entitled to your opinion, Dave. I respect you. We're going to disagree on GK and versus NS. I'm looking at a regime change today. Best of luck to that's, my listeners. That's why it's great, you know, and, and yep. you can you can be right today. I can be wrong today. That's the great thing about the great game, and it's, it's all about opinions, and that's why it's so good. I think we might be up to date with some of those questions, and we might be up to date with Behind the Gates. Good luck to those who... Uh, Got on today and I'll put a No, this, um, it's still open, mate. Oh, is it? Yeah, 100%. Oh. And so, the, you know, as I said, we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. But, but it's, I know it's, it's only $3, but it's still all, 50 bucks. It's all about giving people opportunity to get on. 100%. You will get on. Yeah, yeah, just looking at the liability, you, you, you've probably still got ample time to get on. Okay, there you go. So, uh, just if you can just... Um, do did we, did we get best bets off you for, for Rose Hill? Race 7, number 1, Electric Girl, and yeah. best value, Arnicure in the last. Race 10, number... I'm not sure what number, but... Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get it. Hang on one second. No, one no, second. I'll go to the videotape here. Race 10, number 7.
Okay. Any quaddy numbers handy written uh, down there? No, not really. Them, okay, yeah. we'll get Sorry. them. That's all right. Yeah. You have to tune into Sky Racing 1, won't you, for that? Yeah, or go to the Sky Racing webpage and uh, on the new uh, Sky Racing website, you'll see on the left-hand corners, today's tips from our experts. Brad's are there, so you can get the quaddy numbers there. Good on you, Brad. Thank you, Thanks, Brad guys. Davidson. Have a great day, everyone. Good luck to all the, the punters. Love all the chat and the banter on the uh, chat line and look forward to doing it again next week. Good on you, Brad Davidson. Thank you. Behind the gates, he's with us just after 10 o'clock on every Saturday morning. So is Darren Flindell. So if people do want to have a crack at the Behind the Gates multi, $3. What a, yep. that just the, the horses again. We had, uh, well, Naval Seal for Darren. King Frankel for myself. Electric Seal. Um, girl. Girl. Yeah, electric girl and laws of indices for you. So uh, three dollars, all to run top four. Um, yeah, if you have twenty five dollars, it's fifty dollars. Nothing to sneeze at. Um, with the tab, I'm, I'm tipping there are a few various deals around the place today, and uh, maybe I, I think Munns went through the jockeys challenge before. Yeah, but you might have a bit of time to do that. Yeah, if sure, you, if you like. Uh, races one and two at Rose Hill, Flemington, and Doombin today. Place a fixed odds at Winbet, and if your horse loses, simple as that, you'll get a bonus bet back up to fifty dollars. So that. Uh, Quads to six races today. Now, as I said, the Behind the Gates multi is still open. If you go to Sports and Today's offers, you'll see not only the Behind the Gates uh, multi, but you also see a, a stack of other markets. For example, Tab Champions Day offer, uh, Nature Strip, Private Eye, Animo to all run top two. $4, Electric Girl and Ellsberg to run top two. It's $4.50. So just head to Tab for that. I've been saying the last couple of weeks as well, uh, Dean Lester, if you go, if you missed uh, Dean this morning with Richard. Just go to the tab app or the website and on each of the races at Flemington you'll see an icon there of preview and Dean gives his thoughts there as well. As far as Jockey's Challenge today is concerned, and, uh, yeah, we had uh, Karen McAvoy uh, not riding today, so it was a few replacements. Huey Bayman, the favourite, at 3 .30. Tommy Berry, after winning the Oaks on Thursday, at $4. Willie Pike at four forty. Regan Bayless at $9, as is the any other jockey option. Uh, Sam Clippinen at 11 Rachel King at 13 And Tyler Schiller at 15 It's been an absolutely wonderful carnival, but, you know, uh, we're not far away uh, from things like the Gong and the Hunter as well. In fact, the Hunter is uh, is next week. The pre-noms market is up there at the moment. So head to uh, tab for all those details. Look at the railway stakes not far away. It never stops. And you're back with some tab movers a little after 11.30, my rundown says here. That is correct. Very good. And just a, a shout out too to uh, to Jared Daffy, who's uh, having a, a few things done at the moment health wise. So um, I believe, he, well, he is in good spirits. His usual jovial self. So uh, Daff, hope uh, things are going all right, mate. And you're back on the mend and uh, back on the on deck shortly. You're the champion. Mean, it'll mean I've got less work to do. He's the champion. I He's can, a great I guy. Concur. He would know more than we than anyone in the industry, Daff. No, he's mm. a good man. He's a good man. We certainly wish him well at the moment. Thank you, Hurls. All right, we'll, mate. Uh, see you during the week, and we'll catch up next Saturday. I'll be around. Andrew Hurley, back with some uh, market and tab movers in a little while. Uh, this is Racing HQ Saturday. Great to have you with us. What are we? About five minutes past 11, getting closer to our first race at Ramwick. Uh, Ro Ramwick. Rose Hills today. Michael Woods thinking, I'm not at Ramwick for five weeks. So track manager, they can get um, that track renovated in time for uh, meetings like the Ingham. Of course, uh, the $2 million Ingham. Formerly the Villiers and uh, great summer racing in Sydney just, just around the corner. And as Brett Devine told us, we're not too far away. Next Friday night... Um, 
Canterbury night racing is back. Keep that in mind if you're thinking about what to do um, with the kids after school. This is a great intro- introduction to racing uh, on those Friday nights to end the uh, end the week. Get them down to Canterbury. Hopefully the weather is kinder than last season, and it's a lot of fun out there at the Canterbury nights. Six past eleven. We'll take a break. On the other side, it is Paul Ambrosoli. Your chance to win some wine with a Debordley quiz. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Hunter's Postmortem with Dave Stanley. Big performance from uh, I Wish I Win and Moons returns to Sydney with Luke and they get another big race. Chris Roots. I think we'll be seeing it become the fourth Golden Eagle winner to win a Group 1. I don't know where it's going to come, but I think it'll come sometime in the autumn. Dean Lester. The four runnings of the Eagle has been either the Epsom or the Turex been the lead-up race, so the tough milers coming back that 100 metres. Hunter's Postmortem. Monday, 9am, Racing HQ. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. On races one and two at Rose Hill, Flemington and Doombin this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. The Australian Women's Health Diary does more than help organise our lives. It's packed with expert health advice important to every woman. Plus, every diary sold supports research into the treatment, prevention and cure of breast cancer. Just $19.99 from newsagents, Woolworths, participating post offices and online at womenshealthdiary.com.au. The Australian Women's Health Diary, the diary that saves lives. Buy one for yourself and the special women in your life. Hi, it's Matty Johns. Get your years of hard work recognised and get the qualification you deserve with the help of Skills Certified. Their partner RTOs assess your workplace skills and can turn them into a nationally recognised qualification through recognition of prior learning. It could open your career options, increase your salary or even get your promotion. Why spend unnecessary time and money when life has already qualified you? Take the free 60-second skills check now at skillscertified.com.au. Get your skills certified. Thanks, I'm down here with David Warner. Dave, what would you say to people who risk missing their cricket match because they haven't signed up to KO? Uh, sign up to KO? Okay. David Warner says sign up to KO. KO Sports. Watch all your team's matches. This is Racing HQ with Richard Haynes on Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to the show. To that person who um, three minutes ago sent on the text line, no quiz, question mark. Well, your timing's good because it is quiz time thanks to the Bortley and uh, some wine up for grabs. Paul Ambrosoli. Good morning, Paul. Good, good morning to you, Richard. <coughs> Pardon me, I'm not, not my best of voice this morning. Uh, good morning to you and good morning, everybody. And thank you to that person who uh, texted in and said, what, no quiz this morning? Yes. Normally speaking, we started off uh, at about 10.30, uh, which was where we used to slot in. But uh, daylight saving and changing of programming has changed things. So we're sort of going to go back to 11 o'clock. 
Uh, but things got behind time this morning, uh, just through nobody's fault, really. Uh, so we're normally going to go back to around 11 o'clock. That'll make it easier for all concerned, and you won't be worried about whether you're going to have a quiz or not. We're always trying to get the quiz for you. We always want somebody to win a twin pack of Windy Peak wine from De Bortley. I don't know how long we've been doing this competition for, Richard, but it's been a while, and there's some people who've really enjoyed it along the way. Now, I've had a look at this, today's racing. And it was, you know, good and everything else. There's group ones and goodness knows what else happening. And, yet you know, I found one of the feature races today. And you've always heard me say that, you know, you, 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 can't have a, you can't have a future if you don't have a history. You can't buy history. And I've looked at one of the features, and it's not yet 100 years old, this race which sort of staggered me just a little bit. And uh, I thought, well, fair enough. I said this race of, of which I'm speaking was inaugurated in 1927. Right? And you appreciate that the very fabric of Australiana is gambling. I mean, we, we love gambling. It's certainly in the news at, uh, at the moment, isn't it? We gamble every day. I mean, if, if you walk across the road in front of Richard driving a car, you're gambling straight away. But the thing being that... Gambling is it. That's where we're at. We always have been. It's in, in an absolute waving into our fabric. So I'm looking at this race and saying to myself, well, you know, here you go. Why is this so important? The 1927 race, in fact, was the King's Cup. And King George the Sixth, I think it was, or King George the Fifth, one of the King Georges, he was over here to present the trophy of the inaugural running of the King uh, the King's Cup. And it was to be a race that was going to be run in each state uh, once a year, you know, to rotate around the states, and that was going to be the King's Cup. So you think about it, I mean, so there was hardly uh, Ansett or TAA or Qantas flying from England over, but he was here for the race, and he was over for the race to make the presentation. So there you go. That tells you what racing's all about. It attracted a king. Here's the question this morning. What was the other duty of the king in 1927 when he came over to present the trophy of the King's Cup, which, of course, is now known as the Queen's Cup and will, uh, I presume, revert to the King's Cup in the future? What was the other duty of the king in 1927, which was so important to this nation? OK, that's the question. 135353. This was one of the rare mm. questions that Simon Harrison didn't have the answer to, Richard. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking, uh, without giving hints away, I'm, I'm thinking it might not be so racing-related, but maybe I'm wrong. No, it's not no, so racing-related, but when you consider that he was here for a race, and a race was named in his honour, which is still going today, then that still tells you how important racing is when it's woven between all of the other all of the other things that we do in life, particularly in Australia. And this was one of them. And this, of course, this means uh, a great deal to us today also. We still have the effects of this today and will in the future. All right? Mm. What was the other thing that King George, I think it was King George VI, came over here and uh, performed in 1927 when this race was inaugurated? We have a winner. We have a winner. See, easy as pie. Our, our listeners, you've got to realise, our listeners are very clever, Richard. You did, you, you just, you know. I, I mean, I had Simon 
comes to the Opera House was open. <laughs> I said, I don't think so. <laughs> no, no. I have an idea, but I'm looking forward to hearing the answer. But we are, we are heading... I probably looked at a computer. We are, he- we are heading to the horse capital of Australia. And that is Scone, and Craig from Scone has answered correctly this morning. Craig from Scone. I think we've only ever had one winner from Scone, and I can't remember if it was Craig or not, but good on you, Craig. Mm. The answer was quite simple. He was here to open Federal Parliament at Canberra in Mm. 1927. He opened the Federal Parliament at Canberra, inaugurated the race in, uh, in, in Victoria... And it was to be run at all the capital cities around Australia. And then I think that, that faded away in the 50s or something like that. And uh, so as a consequence, you know, it shows you that we have a federal parliament. And, you know, the King George came over. And whilst he was here doing that, he also inaugurated this race, which is still going today. I yeah. think that shows us that the fabric of racing is certainly woven into Australia, don't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey. And the Commonwealth. Good on you, Craig. There's a twin pack of Windy Peak wine coming to you. Windy Peak, of course, it's the great value in wines because it doesn't uh, it doesn't cost you the old arm and leg to have a bottle. And at this time of the year, when you're always celebrating, why not pick a couple of bottles up every week going into Christmas and you'll be well stocked up for Christmas with a wine that everybody enjoys. Windy Peak by De Bortoli, and that makes it good because it's by De Bortoli. They've been making wine for 100 years here. Good on you, Richard. Have a good Thank day. Thank you, Paul. Today, back a winner. Will do. Good man. Hopefully that uh, that voice is uh, oh. a little better next weekend. I think you can say that again. I think it came from Thursday at the races at Hawkesbury, actually. Okay, my friend. Good on you. On the roundabout. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you, Paul Ambrosoli. And, uh, yeah, well done to Craig from Scone, who has come away with, uh, with the, I'm going to say the chocolates, but the wine for uh, today's De Bordelier Wine Quiz. Peter Ellis isn't too far away from his um, tips and selections there at Morpherville. We might even have time to play another replay of an interview this morning if you missed. So there's a bit to go before Simon Harrison takes over and guides you into the first part of race day. For now, a break and back with more on Saturday HQ. This National Recycling Week, it's time to remember that waste really isn't waste until it's wasted. In fact, much of what we throw out is made up of valuable materials that we can keep out of landfill by making smart choices. So keep your recyclables loose and out of plastic bags. Take old electronics to drop-off locations for recycling and compost your food scraps. Find out more information on how you can get involved and make a positive difference at nationalrecyclingweek.com.au. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. On races one and two at Rose Hill, Flemington and Doombin this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Hi, it's Matty Johns. Get your years of hard work recognised and get the qualification you deserve with the help of Skills Certified. Their partner RTOs assess your workplace skills and can turn them into a nationally recognised qualification through recognition of prior learning. You could open your career options, increase your salary or even get your promotion. Why spend unnecessary time and money when life has already qualified you? Take the free 60-second skills check now at skillscertified.com.au. Get your skills certified. 
Introducing the Kia Cars of the Year. The Kia Cars of the Year. The fully electric Kia EV6. The Wheels Car of the Year. And the Drive Car of the Year. The Kia Sportage. To pick your side in this sibling rivalry, visit kia.com.au. Kia. Movement that inspires. Mum, fridges are getting more sophisticated every year. All their smart technology. Automatic temperature controls. Energy savings. Wi-Fi connectivity. Beautiful design. But. There's always a but. They're not getting any lighter. Neither are you. Mum, this is about fridges. No, it's about the free delivery. On selected fridges at Bingley. For a limited time. So if you need a fridge for summer, free delivery on selected fridges at Bingley. Where else? Bingley. Better living every day. You're listening to Racing HQ with Richard Haynes on Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to the show. We're um, what about an hour away from uh, our first race this Sydney at Rose Hill Gardens today. Just again, Karen McAvoy not riding today. Hope balls well with uh, with Karen, but he's not there today. Just go through these quickly. Race one, number four, Black Duke is Tom Sherry. Race two, 16, Reboville, Louise Day. Race five, number eight, Broken Arrows, Tommy Berry. Race six, number seven, Mexico, Tyler Schiller. Race seven, number five, Night of Romance, Dylan Gibbons. Race eight, number six, New Mandate is Jay Ford. And race 10, number two, Starman is Jason Collard. A few change of tactics coming through or changes of tactics. Race two, number five, Sir Ravenelli. He's the highway favourite, and he's to settle further forward. Uh, race six, number five, uh, number four, that's the golden gift, flying trapeze. Uh, to endeavour to be ridden more conservatively in a midfield position. And race one, number six, Danish Prince. We heard from Mark Connors this morning. He's very happy with that horse to be ridden further forward. This morning between uh, seven and eight, Ron Duffersy had a chat with a number of trainers, and one of those was Bjorn Baker. Morning, guys. How's, um, I suppose, overall, how's the carnival treated you? You've been, been in, in the Everest and all these big races. How's the how's it treated you looking back? Yeah, look, it's great to be involved, but you, you sort of want to end up at the pointy end, so we've got a bit of work to do. But overall, it's been, um, oh, I think the horses have probably run up, run up to the best of their ability, and um, yeah, it's been a busy time, though, and sort of you're rolling to, even today, it's... Uh, yeah, it's, we can't complain. It's great racing, and it's what it's about. Uh, well, today's a, a whole new day. You got a couple of knockout chances here. We'll start from the top. Um, I know Mudgy the other day. They, they say he was coffee. Maybe he swallowed a bit of turf or something. He's usually consistent. Yeah, he is. He just never went at all, and he went too bad because his work's actually been pretty good. I'm just hoping back on a, uh, on top of the ground today might be the difference, but. Probably found a pretty good race. He's got a good gait. Um, he should be able to be a little bit closer comfortably enough. Uh, the other one is he's a hot... Uh, sorry, Kobe Rocks in race two. The trials are great. Yeah, he's been going well. He's had a long time off, though, and I'm just mindful of that. Um, but he he's in really good order. I think he's come back well, and I think he's he's always a horse that we've, we've thought will be up Saturday grade, and he's a hot shot in the same race as well. He'll probably roll forward and he didn't he, he likes a good track, so we found a good track today, whereas last preparation we struggled to find a good track. Looks a nice map for both of them really. 
Yeah, I think so. I think they've sort of both got that natural speed and should be able to be there on, on what will be a, a really good track today. What about this neck in in this two-year-old race? He's, he's got the draw, he's got the speed, and he's got the fast trial. Yeah, it was a very good trial, and he had a couple of jump-outs at home prior to that. Um, and he's always showing good ability. He's a nice colt, and he's got a good gait today. So... Uh, you've sort of uh, it's a, a tough race there's no doubt about it but um, I think he's a nice cult with a good future you got Infatuation who didn't get a lot of room there uh, in the lead up as well yeah I think she'll be better on top of the ground she she um, has shown us really good ability uh, she's bred to be a good two year old and I just think with that run under her belt uh, from a good gate she, she hopefully can put herself a little bit closer today and and she looks fantastic. Is there much between them? Yeah, I just probably not too much between them. It's been sort of hard to get a line. I, I do like infatuation with the run under her belt, but this neck, I thought he was very good late, and the horse he bid in that trial, we have a really good opinion of as well, mm-hmm. Wild Bo, who, like Line of Law, who scratched from this race, they'll go to the Max Lees next week, and I think they'll be a, a nice two-pronged attack in that race. Okay. All right, a good draw, but a tough race. Yeah, very tough race. She's been running super, um, and we'll probably send her for a break after this. She's run some really good races, and uh, on the quick backup, she'll probably be up against it. But she has got gate one. Um, she'll do no work, and, and she's healthy and well. Miss J Fox, race nine. She was just eased out after a bit of a bump at the start there, so obviously no issues. Yeah, no, she seems fine. She's never looked better, um, and the race is definitely a little bit more open with the scratching. So she actually got a kick about three strides after the start, and um, she just wasn't 100%. So Rachel did the right thing, and and she's come through fine. Um, And, yeah, I think we can afford to be positive with her today. She gets into a good gate, and she's definitely not out of it. So I think she's going really well a lot better than what the run last week suggests, obviously. And you finished with Cinque Torre, who just probably didn't run the mile the other day? Yeah, that and the really bad track was always going to be the big question mark. He's sort of up in Queensland, sort of just about forced to run, but he's got a soft gate today um, and he should be able to put himself there or thereabouts and uh, up to Saturday level in Sydney's a, another big step for him, so we're sort of hopeful rather than confident. <laughs> Uh, why on you know, race five, Opti- Optima Ballerina and uh, race eight, O Tycoon, both looked to have chances? Yeah, I thought Opita Ballerina was good last time. She probably got a little bit tired on, on what was a really demanding track. Um, so she'll be a little bit better suited today. I like O Tycoon and he's just got a bit of an awkward gait. So he's got to overcome that. So we're, we're definitely, well, concerned about the gait, but there's just, there's not a lot of options and. Uh, we're going to run. Um, it's just a matter of getting a little bit of luck. I've always had a really good opinion of him. His work on Tuesday was excellent. He's going well, but why uh, on gate eight can definitely be a bit tricky over the thousand. Okay, good on you, Bjorn. Got your man Jim Clark looking around the world for more horses. Anything on the on the plane uh, back from the yeah. from the UK? We've got Jim We've busy. Been lucky. We got a, a nice uh, son of Kodiak at the recent recent sales. Who's um, a Group Two performer. So excited about that. Actually, Jim's over at the Breeders' Cup. I think uh, we're with Dizzy. She watched your brother Charlie win one of the races this morning. It's international now. Um, so 
those uh, lifestyles of the rich and famous, you know, these bloodstock agents roll, operate <laughs> all over the world. I know how they charge. They charge, they charge. I was going to say, who, who isn't in Keeneland at the moment? Fair dinkum. It's just, they're all there. Anyway, good luck to them. And good luck to you, to you as well today, Bjorn, with your runners. We'll speak soon. Thanks, guys. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Hunter's Postmortem with Dave Stanley. Big performance from uh, I Wish I Win and Moons returns to Sydney with Luke and they get another big race. Chris Roots. I think we'll be seeing it become the fourth Golden Eagle winner to win a Group 1. I don't know where it's going to come, but I think it'll come sometime in the autumn. Dean Lester. The four runnings of the Eagle, it's been either the Epsom or the Turak's been the lead-up race, so the tough milers coming back that 100 metres. Hunter's Postmortem. Monday, 9am, Racing HQ. I'm here with David Warner reacting to the news that some people are not signed up the KO and we're just assume their cricket matches on the telly. Thoughts, David? Yeah, nah. Don't assume. Well, there you have it. David Warner says, don't assume. KO Sports. Watch all your team's matches. The Australian Women's Health Diary packed with expert health advice important to every woman. Plus, every diary sold supports breast cancer research. Just $19.99 from newsagents Woolworths and participating post offices and online at womenshealthdiary.com.au Australia's favourite windows and doors... Excuse me, i just got to get the door. Jess, can you take over, please? Yep, sure. Australia's favourite windows and doors are available at... Ah, uh, sorry. Now someone's knocking at the back door. Um, how about we let the main voiceover guy take over? Wideline Windows and Doors. Bring over 50 years of producing quality Australian-made windows and doors that bring life into your home. Enhance the feeling of home with Wideline Windows and Doors. Inquire now at wideline.com.au. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. On races one and two at Rose Hill, Flemington and Doombin this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. This is Racing HQ with Richard Haynes on Sky. Sports Radio. Welcome back to the show. No Tim Ryan this morning. He's um, a little crook, Timmy. We normally do trading places, but um, did I hear stomach bug of sorts or uh, say gastro? I won't go too far anyway, but, uh, but Timmy, but if you're listening, I suppose you're not. If you're not feeling that flash, you won't be listening to us. Maybe you are, but hopefully you're, uh, you're not feeling too bad there. We'll have uh, Tim Ryan and trading places next, uh, again, uh, next Saturday, but uh, Health first and foremost, so uh, no Timmy Ryan this week. We do have Peter Ellis to talk all things Adelaide. He's with us on the line. G'day, Pete. Hello, Richard. How are you? Good, thank you. Good forum looking at there at uh, the parks today. Yeah, and sunny weather as it is in uh, Melbourne and Sydney. So uh, uh, that's the hat-trick. It's fantastic. So <laughs> the better horses to the fore today, you would imagine. You would imagine. Let's, so let's go into your preview here of Adelaide Racing today. We start the first of nine races with a three-year-old Class 1 over the 1250 metres. And, well, the all last start winners. Number five, pretty reliable, $2.80. Four, uh, Kiliako, $4. Second to none at $5.50. And Takshaka at $6. Can't forget Traitor's Gate at $7. What are we doing here, Pete? Race one. 
Yeah, competitive race, Rich. And I was pretty reliable, a favourite. Three runs have all been very good. Got out to the 1,300 last start and uh, won easily. That was on the park circuit, so she's heading in the right direction. Second to none, just hit the line hard on debut. Wasn't knocked around. They went to Moorfield last start, race closer. and was too good, winning him maiden. Um, Calarco, just no match, but pretty reliable there uh, first up and then broke through on the parks last start. And Traders Gate got the money at Maui uh, on the soft track. Uh, back last month for the Victorian combination. Five, six, four and two. Race two, benchmark 72, 2250 metres. Number two, Oath of Emerta, $1.95 on the fixed market. Sabona or Sabona at four sixty and Haleros tab number eight at $5. Should Oath of Emerta be around that price? Yeah, probably. It's, uh, there's not a lot of depth in the race, maybe slightly uh, longer. Uh, of course, he won quick, quick to find form again, winning second up there. That was Morpill over the 2000. Last prep, he won second up and third up. So, and third up was at uh, at the parks over the 22.50. So, I've got him on top. If there is a dangerous Sabonner, he's bit up for the three runs from a break. Third to over murder the other day. Battle on well. Two kilo weight advantage. Bella Ross on that quick backup. Nice effort uh, in the small field last week. And Toyotic just found the 1600 too short of a break in the Gawler Cup. Wasn't a disgrace who had to this trip expected to improve. I, uh, I'm happy to go with the two to beat one, eight and three. A few lightly race types here in race number three. Maiden set weights three-year-old upwards, 1,000 metres on debut by the looks number six. Who's Clang, 3.30 favourite for the Jollies. Number 11, Wakan Jaja. Hopefully that is somewhere near the mark for the Clarkins at 4.40. Imperial Seal at 4.60. And Sir Cecil also for the Clarkins on debut at $4.60. A few yard watches here, Pete, for race three. Yeah, I think so, Richard. Yeah, I'll just go with the ones that I've seen, but there's three that are from strong stables. First starters will be obviously hard to beat. But Layla's gems had the two runs. Just worked outside the leader there. That was Murray Bridge Cup Day when uh, narrowly beaten and it's maiden. So I'm happy to go with it, particularly the odds. Imperial Seal showed pace first up for the for the new stable there and battle line. That was at Morphville. I think back to the thousands of plus, And then we got uh, Who's Clang, um, a winner in a second in a trial. Uh, and Sir Cecil, a winner of a trial of Strats. So uh, probably a watch race for me. I'm seven, two, six and five. Race four, a benchmark 64 over the 1550 metres here. Lost uh, Who's Your Pappy comes out. But number one, Exalted Fire is a $3 fixed favourite. Number three, Bulkunda King 340. Four, Disagreeable Miss is at 550. Remainder in double figures. Yeah, with the favourite, Richard, he's progressive Bulkunda King. Uh, it was a dominant win last night. It was on the main course. It's both slight negatives. Back to fifteen fifty on the inner track because he's a he's a back marker, but he's uh, hitting in the right direction. Exalted Pie is consistent little box seat. It's certainly the obvious danger. Mountain Range... Um, First start for the new stable. Good, good form in Victoria. It finished powerfully there at Cranbourne last start. That was back in September. Uh, did run uh, second in the trial of Strath. And get out of the way at odds. Uh, placed home two runs ago in a benchmark 62 at Gawler. Then went round the cup. Only beat the length and a bit. So that's good enough for a race of this nature. 3, 1, 7 and 5. Race 5 at Morpherville. A benchmark 86,000 metres. Daring moves going great guns. $2.80 fixed favourite here. Number 10, Magic Max at 5. Champagne Dreams, a $6 chance, and Rush Away Lad at $8 for race five, Peter. 
Yeah, really good sprint. You can make a case for half a dozen. And with Magic Max, he'd been running home late with big weights, 58 and a half, 58 his last three. So a drop to 54 here looks perfect, particularly there's a lot of pressure in the race. Daring move, you certainly can't uh, knock her for one, four or six. Three of those have been in the park, so he can just get a cosy run from the gate. Spanish Heirloom's very quick. Uh, park specialist, no weight, 54 and a half. And Champagne Dream's a little bit disappointing first up, but she'd be better for that. She did win the Rodalba and beat the Whisker by, uh, in the type in Tracy at Group 3 at Mooney Valley last prep. But I'm 10, 7, 3 and 5. Race 6, first leg of the quaddy, the happy 90th birthday, Richard Butler. Good on you, Richard. That's a big number. Benchmark 60, 1,300 metres. We're a Pretty clear favourite is number nine, Parisian Mond. Uh, is there at $3.20 in the fixed favourite? Yeah, I'm in the favourite. has been uh, placed at past three. I just peaked on its run over the 14 last start, uh, off a short break. I think back to 13, good gate. Uh, Recreant, um, only lightly raced six-year-old at the four runs. First up, worked home nicely there over the 1,200, so 13 suits. Our deep agenda's been struggling a bit lately, but does like the parks. Back in trip and down in grade, a couple of pluses there. And Texan Windstorm got onto a good track there at Balaclava and was a strong winner. So I was 9, 5, 1 and 7. On to race 7 we go. Benchmark 82 over the 15.50. Number 12, Hop on Harry, is a pretty clear $2.80 favourite. He looks his race. He's had two runs back in sprints. First up was good over 13. Dropped back to the 1100 behind the really impressive Philonais last week. So out uh, to this trip, he did run second in Adelaide Guineas and was a winner at Caulfield over a mile after that. Got a star of the danger at odds. Uh, only beaten the nose in the Gawler Cup. Luckless behind Mike Leeper prior to that and a winner that course um, three runs ago. Omo's always thereabouts in these races. And Bold Star, he's 28 runs since his uh, last win, but he's a group performer and he's stepped up in distance this trip and the last couple have been okay. But I'm pretty keen on the 12 to be 10, 4 and 1 at odds. Takes us on to race 8 out of Morfordville today, a benchmark 64 of the 1,000 metres. $2.90 favourite is number 3, Saturday. Saskatoon second up here. The Gov tab fourteen at seven dollars, and number one Ocean Reward going for back to uh, back to back wins here is at eight dollars. As is number ten at the Magistrate. Yeah, I think it's a good price. Eight dollars Ocean Reward it was a strong winner at uh, Maui. The horse that beat there, Jungle Sensation, uh, uh, one of the next start that went to Mooney Valley last Friday uh, week and was successful. I'm oh, sorry, run second. Uh, got a good record on the road in Adelaide. The winner at Gore and a winner on the park. So I'm happy to go with it. The Gov. Ex-Kiwi was a big run uh, two starts ago behind Rich Gina. And then last, I just cluttered, got cluttered up on the fence, which I think was a disadvantage for her. Saskatoon, ex-Victorian, thought it was a bit disappointing uh, first up behind Outpost. I expected to drift in the market. Miss Langtree, be better at 1,200, but she's good fresh and she'll be running home strongly. 1, 14, 3 and 6. And ninth and last at the parks today, benchmark 68, 1,400 metres, number 12, Mike Khalifa, 380 favourite. Uh, Neodium, the toppy going really well. We know at 480. And Metro Legend might be fitter here as a, a $5 chance, out to $9 then for number 10, Galactic Fury. You need to include a few in the quality if you can afford it. With Mike Khalifa, it's certainly in uh, career best form. Powered home to win last start and just failed behind Picago the run before that. Likes the parks. Neodium, draw wide, but it'll go forward. Let's throw out his pass two, both on the inner track there. Left-hand man at odds. Had no luck this prep. Big dropping grade. And Galactic Star of the stable have scratched uh, their, uh, their other runner in the race, um, Port Louis. 
uh, was a really good second at sale behind Carlisle, who went and won at Flemington on uh, on Oaks Day, so that's good form. So it'll include the four if you can afford it, 12, 1, 2 and 10. What's your best of the day, Pete? I think uh, Hop On Harry. Uh, Richard race 7, number 12, Hop On Harry. You're looking anywhere else, Champions Day or uh, yeah, Five Diamonds Day in there, Sydney? So I think it'll be another day of Sydney dominance uh, at Flemington. Uh, obviously, Nature Strip's the one to beat in the daily champion sprint. It'll be a great race. I'm with uh, Private Eyes flying in the mile, and I just like Zaki. I just thought he was in the worst part of the track in the Cox Plate. And had a bit of a look at Sydney. I was Electric Girl in the Hot Danish and uh, Each Way Hinton in the Five Diamonds. So yeah. now we've got dry tracks. We can really attack everywhere. Yeah, I would not argue with any of those, Peter. Thank you. We'll speak next weekend. Thanks, Richard. Look forward to it. Peter Ellis does the Adelaide form, knows it backwards, but also does the form for all those different venues, and he is well worth listening to. At 22 minutes to midday, that is Racing HQ Saturday for today and this morning. Massive thanks to all of our guests who have come on today, taken the time on race morning uh, to hopefully uh, bring you the listener. Uh, a winner or two, or just uh, work out what you like to do with your punting day. Simon Harrison's not too far away. He'll guide you into the first part of race day. And, of course, next Saturday morning, we'll have a 6.30 kickoff as always, but we'll be in Newcastle. All going well. <laughs> and, uh, of course, it's Hunter Day. Uh, hopefully there, trackside for the Hunter, uh, the Beaufort for the Stayers, the Spring Stakes, the Max Lee's Classic. Uh, it's a great day of racing. There's a, um, a big um, a mile race as well. New Zealand Bloodstock major sponsor there, of course. So uh, the Hunter, and then we'll be off to Kembla for the Gong. Enjoy your day of racing. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next Saturday morning at 6.30 start for Racing HQ Saturday. This is Ray Thomas. And I'm Dean Ritchie. Listen every Sunday from 7 for the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. We have the latest on league with Peter Peters. And Phil Buzz Rothfield. And legends like the King Molly Lewis. Yeah, good morning. The great Steve Pearl Renoff. Hey, how are you guys? Legend Anthony Chock Mundine. Hey, good morning, boys. Andrew Eddickhausen. Andrew, good morning. G'day, guys. How are you doing? Pressure's massive in State of Origin. I think you can obviously understand that. And you really do. You feel like the whole state on your shoulders. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Sunday mornings from 7. 7 till 10 on Sky Sports Radio. The Australian Women's Health Diary, packed with expert health advice, important to every woman. Plus, every diary sold supports breast cancer research. Just $19.99 from newsagents, Woolworths and participating post offices and online at womenshealthdiary.com.au. Sky Sports Radio, with the latest winning info right now on Racing HQ. Good morning, Simon Harrison with you at 20 minutes to 12 and we are exactly one hour away from the first at Flemington and let's delve into the tab movers for the fourth and final day of the Flemington Melbourne Cup Carnival. Andrew Hurley, good morning to you. Yeah, top of the morning to you, Simon. Final day at Flemington, been a terrific carnival and uh, I think um, punters had a tough day Tuesday, Thursday to an extent. They had a good day on uh, last Saturday, Derby Day. And I think there's, um, well, there's been a number of moves here today. And a few favourites have been popular in multis as well. well. I'm looking forward to getting into it. Don't forget as well today, not only with uh, Rose Hill, but uh, Flemington too. And Brisbane, of course, if you do place a fixed odds win bet through your account uh, or via the tab app. And your horse loses... 
you will get a bonus bet back up to $25. So Yeah, free hit there. Absolutely. Uh, we'll take a look at the first with your hills and the Twitter trophy over a mile here. Looks a wide-open uh, race to kick the card off. Yeah, it does. And uh, the favourite here, well, as you said, it's a wide-open market. French Emperor. Now, David Payne used to have that. Did he not sign him? I'm pretty sure he yeah, did. Yeah, rings the bell, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty promising. And... Uh, when a, I wouldn't say when a miss, but it's form tapered off, but it's once last two. It's your favourite, $4.80 uh, to $5, but we'll make the move here, Castle Ray Kid. Uh, it's seven fifty to 7 but just in terms of dollars held, it's been the most popular runner, and we just took a bit of 1200 at that $7 quote. So, race one at number five, Castle Ray Kid. Race one, horse five to race number two, the Australian Childhood Foundation Trophy is over 2,000 metres. Okay, now, Aesop, it was three fifty when the market at first went up. There are a few scratchings there. Uh, 260, and they're allowing you to get on at 270 ASOP. This will be a horror result, I would think, for Tab, because it has been very well backed in terms of dollars held uh, ASOP in race number two. So, horse number eight, race two, number eight at Flemington. Well, race two, number eight, over to the third, the three-year-old 1,400 metres, the Amanda Elliott. Yeah, throw a dart here uh, because this is uh, $7 the field, so you like playing a Exotics, good race to look at doing so. Uh, I'll point out two runners here, and they are number 11 running by, uh, 7.50 to 7, but they went up as much as $11 when the market first opened, and also sweetened now, $15 when the market first opened. It's now into an $8 quote. So we'll make 11 and 16 the uh, two best-backed runners there. 11 and 16 in the third. The fourth kicks off the first leg of the Super Tab Big Six, the Group 3, 2,600-metre Queen's Cup. Yeah, Solcombe favourite took about eight thousand at two seventy this morning. It's two sixty to two eighty, but I can tell you the Great House since the market first opened has been well tried. Sixteen dollars, nine dollars this morning, and now eight dollars. Uh, Great House, J Mac and Chris Waller uh, combined there, and it has been well backed. Great House always around uh, around the mark in these races. Great House, so that's race four, number four over to race five. The Tab Matriarch Stakes, one of the good mares races of the year. It's a Group 2 over 2,000 metres. Now, this is fair income off the charts here, and I refer to a tissue. Now, it opened up uh, when the market first opened at $10, $3.70 this morning, and now into $3.10 at tissue. Again, J-Mac and Chris Waller uh, combined. You have to go back uh, 18th of September 2021 to find its last win, but it has been uh, racing in very, very good uh, races pretty much right throughout its career, but it has been well tried. Three 310. It developed a habit there a while ago, Simon. Remember, it was missing the kick, wasn't interested. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what, I missed this one, Earls. I was waiting for the market to go up Wednesday and I saw. Ten dollars. That hold off, hold off. Yeah. Looks like I'll get a good price, and then there you go. Three well, ten. All the always <laughs> the way. Yeah, but that's probably the best back runner on the card this afternoon at Flemington. A tissue race five, number four. Nothing to sneeze out there. Race five, number four. Over to race six. First league of the Quaddy Hills, and it's the Group One Wait for Age Darley Champion Sprint. What a ripping race this is. Yeah, they offered two dollars black figures for Nature Strip when the market first went opened. That is gone. Eight fifty. Oh, Eight fifty. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? A dollar eighty five. One eighty. Now back. 
back to a dollar eighty-five. Nature Strip uh, is the mover and best backed in race number six, the Dali Sprint. Okay, they're with Nature Strip there to race seven, the Kennedy Champions Mile. Private Eye, I can't believe they went up three seventy. Similar situation with you with a tissue, although probably not as bad, Simon. They went up <laughs> three seventy, two ninety this morning, two sixty. Private Eye, and in my humble, if uh, Nature Strip and also Enemo uh, uh, win today, uh, I would have Private Eye as the third best horse in the country. It is absolutely flying, so versatile. Of course, it goes up to wait for age today, but uh, he's just uh, been making, just been going so well this campaign, and 290 to 260. I know Dean Lester's made it his best. Oh, OK, yes, I know you're a fan there. So race seven, number two, Private Eye. Race eight is the third of the group ones, the 2,000-metre tab champion stakes. I'm Thunderstruck. Uh, 460 when the market first went open, uh, went up. Uh, $4 to 390 back to $4 this morning. Animo, you're getting black figures, $2 once it's uh, this morning opened, or $1.90 when the market first went up. But uh, I'm Thunderstruck, we're going to make the move. Of course, uh, unlucky, you could say, in the uh, in the Cox Plate, but, um, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's six runs in this campaign, but it's dead set flying as well. But we'll make On Thunderstruck uh, the mover in the penultimate. So On Thunderstruck there, race eight and race nine. The last is for the World Horse Racing Grand Handicap. It's over 1,100. Yeah, they've backed uh, two runners here, and they are Traporti. Again, J-Mac. We'll look at the jockey's chance in a sec. $6 this morning into three twenty. They are dead set piling it on. Uh, whilst number nine, Najem Suali, or Su- Hail. Uh, it's been $11 when the market first opened. It's just holding its quote at $5.50 this morning, but Traporti uh, very well back there in the last. Now, between Traporti and the last, I'm waiting for the day. Snapper wins a race by a long head. Uh, right, Hurls, what do you like uh, as the best back runner here? Yeah, it's got to be a tissue sign. Race five at number four, a tissue. J-Mac very short in the jockey's chance today. $1.60. Craig Williams and Jamie Carr at four sixty. dollars uh, Mark Zara, $18.23. Ben Mellon. Nash is at 34.81. Tim Clark and 26. Any other jockey? Right, Hills, we'll need to take a break and uh, we'll come back at midday and run through movers for Doombin and Rose Hill. Thanks, Simon. The Australian Women's Health Diary packed with expert health advice important to every woman. Plus, every diary sold supports breast cancer research. Just $19.99 from newsagents, Woolworths and participating post offices and online at womenshealthdiary.com.au. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for Fair Play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe. First time, every time is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. This is Ray Thomas. And I'm Dean Ritchie. Listen every Sunday from 7 for the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. We have the latest on league with Peter Peters. And Phil Buzz Rothfield. And legends like the King Wally Lewis. Yeah, good morning. Great Steve Pearl Renoff. Hey, how are you guys? Legend Anthony Chock Mundine. Hey, good morning, boys. Andrew Eddiehausen. Andrew, good morning. G'day, guys. How are you doing? Pressure's massive in State of Origin. I think you can obviously understand that. And you really do. You feel like the whole state on your shoulders. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Sunday mornings from 7. 7 till 10 on Sky Sports Radio.
We do have a bit of time up our sleeve now. So Doomben, Rose Hill, the tab move is to be broadcast right on midday. Morfordville, best bets with Tim Edwards, not until 17 after 12. And Rose Hill's first is you at 25 past 12. Flemington's first, not until 12.40. So we'll take in a replay of an interview from this morning. On Saturday HQ, we heard from jockey Hugh Bowman. This podcast brought to you by Bingley. Bingley now has 30-minute contactless click and collect. For the latest entertainment and tech gear plus a huge range of appliances, shop online at bingley.com.au. Available for delivery or 30-minute contactless click and collect at your local store. Great pleasure to welcome our next guest in, and that is Hugh Bowman. Good morning, Hugh. Richard, good morning. Ron, good morning. Um, busy time for you, quite clearly. I, I saw that the Hannon family you wrote a winner down in Melbourne for, uh, for for Bob and the Hannon family. Great, great people, and they would have been delighted with Rosetta. I would have thought. Oh, I think they were. That I I know that um, Mr. Hannon was his choice to go down to Melbourne. Chris had a really nice race identified for the Billy in Sydney on the Tuesday, I think, and I got the feeling after the race, Chris was pretty keen to run in Sydney, but. Um, no, I think they pulled the right rein. It's a horse with a pretty bright future, I think. I mean, we did have a nice running transit and had a nice draw, but it was a pretty dominant win. And well-bred, too, actually. Yeah, very well-bred. Yeah. There's plenty of upside there. What's the story? Um, I'm reading overnight. You're going to Hong Kong. Going to Hong Kong, yes. It's been in the pipeline not for a long time, only sort of a week or ten days. So look, we were... We've been invited over there on a short-term contract and after after some pretty swift discussions with Christine, we, we had a good think about it and thought it just might be a, a good time to do this and take the kids over and, yeah, relocate for a short period of time and, um, yeah, just change it up a little bit mid-season and, yeah, give, us, give ourselves a new challenge both personally and professionally and see how we go. Yeah, beautiful. Um... Just a, a club jockey license? Yeah, I'll ride for as a club jockey, freelance jockey. So there'll be no connection to any, or no formal connection to any stables. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I was I was talking to Ben about earlier this morning. She she's nine in a couple of weeks, and she was about six months old when we were there last time. So um, it's amazing how quick time goes. But we did enjoy, enjoy our time there when we were there in 2014 and and it actually opened up some really good doors for me. Yeah. It gave me the opportunity to um, link up with John Moore who we understand isn't there anymore training but you know it led to picking up the ride on Werther who the subsequent year was the best horse in Hong Kong. So yeah, exactly. Look it's amazing what happens when you give yourself a chance with opportunities and like I said, Christine and I had a good think about it, and for us as a family, we think it's a well. Well, there's nothing to lose. Yeah, you know, no. at the end of the day, we're we're not missing much here. I'll miss the Magic Millions, of course, but we'll be back in time for the Autumn Carnival, and we, we just thought the, the opportunity was there was a no lose situation, and there might be plenty of opportunities to to gain from it. So we'll go over there and do our best. Yeah, it's probably the right three months, that November to February. When you did go over in 2014, was it a similar situation, the three-month contract? It was. It was a different time of year, though. It was the back end of the season. So we completed the Autumn Carnival in Sydney and went over for May, June, July um, 
for memory. So, yeah, so it was a different time of year, but similar time frame. More Sundays in the first. She went on, on her before, but she disappointed first up. Yeah, she did, but I think she'll be better for the run. Um, I, look, I, I would have preferred a bit of a better draw for her because she, you've just got to leave her alone. And I'm going to be sort of subject to the speed being on with her, I guess. And, yeah, but if it is, if they go hard enough and I can get in a good rhythm, she she, she can turn it around because I, I, when I won on her, she was coming off a pretty poor run too. So uh, a horse I do know and prefer a better draw, but we'll deal with what we've got. Pale King looks a good ride for Team Hawks. He uh, found his form when he found the dry track the other day. Yes, he did. And I don't just, although obviously I've had nothing to do with him, but geez, I like the way he just got in that good rhythm the other day. I know he's stepping up a little bit in distance here, but I can't see that being a problem just from watching the replay. There appears to be a, a nice bit of pace. A couple of scratchings might take the pace out a little bit, but I still think. We can roll along at our leisure. Um, we, we won't be too far away. and okay, I, I think the horse looks well-placed again, personally. Mm. Mayfair Spirit, um, up in distance. Okay, first up in five weeks last time. Yes, and again, a horse I haven't had much to, to do with. And again, I think a better draw would have assisted here. I noticed Warwick Farm the other day didn't really get into a sweet rhythm this horse and still seemed to run pretty well so I expect them to bowl along though so that might negate the white draw a little bit horse among Unum's like Ruffy, Bullinger Ruffio who, who does look a pretty nice horse itself but it, it obviously likes to roll along and sort of break their hearts and I think that style of race will suit my horse Well you've been touching on barriers all morning, um, what about this one? Um, Barber uh, he's gone from barrier one to a whole different situation in barrier 16, but a nice horse, obviously. Well, I really, this horse caught my eye when he trialled uh, trialled at Warwick Farm behind. I rode a really lovely colt for the Coolmore Connection, trained by Chris Waller, and who I was very impressed with. And this horse was hard held behind it. And I think barrier one was had a lot to do with it winning the other day, in my opinion. I, I rode coincide and you know, Blake just had to drop on me and both horses drew away from the opposition. It's a totally different kettle of fish, this. Um, there's going to be a lot more pressure here, in my opinion. Um, it is an awkward draw, but the pace, in, me looking at it, all the pace has sort of drawn around me, so that might be a good thing, but I, I haven't spoken to the stable yet to work out a plan, but I'd be expecting to to probably go with coincide a little bit and and just see where we can see if we can find a spot um, mm. somewhere behind the pace, but we're going to need luck for sure. Electric girls are a good dry tracker and just held up. May have just been costly the other day. I think so. In saying that, I do have a healthy opinion of the of the winner, um, Thomas Success. She's a good mare, but electric girl with clear running would have would have won. I think to be honest with you, and um, I think she'll appreciate the better surface today. It was a little bit sticky when she did get out. She, I still thought I was going to win, but she just couldn't get mobile on the rain-affected ground. But 
lovely draw today. Looks an ideal race for her, and I think she's my best ride. Um, some may argue Laura Vindersey's mate might be your best ride with Cox Plate form, and you know the other two chances are fifteen hundred to eighteen hundred, and um, problem, some may prefer two thousand back to eighteen hundred with him. Well, I had a couple of options in this race, and Laura Vindersey's for the reasons you just said caught my eye. I'll just love riding horses coming back in class, and although Ellsberg's been really good winning Epsom and even more dominant next start. Has got the sleek draw. Going to control, you know, he's going to get everything to go his own way, but I just can't get it out of my head that Laura of Indices is coming from what I what I would call a pretty satisfactory performance in the Cox Plate. Mm. Uh, you saw the form Frank when Gold Trip won the Melbourne Cup. And uh, well, I think all I need to do here is find that nice spot and a nice rhythm. Um, it, it was unreal running second in the Tourac two starts ago. So the form's there. Uh, but he's drawn awkwardly and I haven't ridden him much. I can see that he does want to... He, he's going to want cover and he's going to need a sweet run at some point of the race. So sort of things I can't really control but if they do, you know, if something goes my way, he, he should... On form, it should be too good for them. Uh, Devil's Triangle Race 9, she sits off a good speed here and she's the finisher. Yes, she is, and I love riding for Matt Dale. He doesn't come to town too often, but when he does, he knows his horses and he places them well, and she's drawing a sweet marble, and, yeah, she'll she'll be there late. And you finish with I Am Lethal. John's got confidence in him. He gets his blinkers back on today. Yes, he's going. He's flying. I know that, and he probably looked a bit disappointing the other day. But the race just didn't work out too well for him. I, I love the fact he's back on top of the ground. Um, good barrier. He'll, he'll just be in behind the pace, and he's a, he's a very good ride. Thanks, Huey. I think we'll all, we'll all keep uh, watch, be watching you in Hong Kong and cheering you home. I appreciate that, Ron. Could, Thank uh, you. Could you beach isn't going anywhere either, Huey? You're still here when you get back. No, I'm looking at it now. <laughs> I'm going to miss it. But anyway, you have to look after it for me, Richard, all the way. Water's warm at the moment. Good luck to you, Hugh. Good luck Thanks today. You Thank you. Cheers. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Surely Andrew Hurley will uh, join me and we'll take a look at the movers for Doomben and Rose Hill. First race, Rose Hill is uh, coming up in 25 minutes. Either or is at 4.80. Furbeck is at 5.50 and Astero has been 7 into $6.50. Sky Sports Radio, uh, we are coming up to midday. And in just a moment, Andrew Hurley.
Okay, let's take a look at uh, the information fact for you. Might take a look at the information for Rose Hill because their first race is due to go in 25 minutes. After this, we'll follow it with what's happening in Brisbane. But Hurls, Rose Hill, the first at 25 after 12 is the midway handicap over 1,300. Yeah, no different as it is the case every week. They're wide open, uh, these highways and midways. Either or the favourites, 480 to 460, but it went up $4.60. Best move since the market first opened. Uh, would be damaged at 26... Oh, wow, this has trimmed in even more in the last five minutes. 26 to 13 and now into $10. So that's been a really good move for damage. That's been racing really well. One, two on the bounce and got home really nicely at Newcastle last start. So we'll make uh, race one, number five, the mover here for the uh, for the midway. Race one, number five. Race two is the Tab Highway over 1400 Sir Avenelli's the favourite. It's 310 to $3.30. Um, punters don't really know what to do here, Simon, but lockdown gamble. It's $19 into $15. So there's a little bit of a push there. And even Roberville, uh, number 16. Now it's 34, 26 now into 21. And there's a big squad of uh, of punters down at the Central Hotel at Cootamundra uh, that are in that, so no doubt they'll uh, they'll be packed to the rafters in there today, uh, hoping that Roberville uh, can get the cash. But it's a very very tough race there. Uh, as I said, the favourites three ten to three thirty has been the most popular runner. Right, so race three is the Shandon handicap over twenty four hundred. Yeah, good race and King Frankel a little bit easy today. It's two sixty to two ninety. We'll make the mover here essential. Sky, which is looking for three on the bounce, absolutely flying. Does get onto a good track today after racing on soft and heavy when winning its last two starts. But essential Sky, the mover in race three, horse number nine. So horse uh, race three, horse nine, over to race four, the Key Clean Handicap, over 1,800. Yeah, and the favourite here at 2.40 is Naval Seal. While it hasn't budged from that quote, we'll make it best-backed runner. But uh, Colour Sergeant, to, well, they went up. Thirteen dollars. It's nine fifty today, but we'll make the uh, the best back runner there. Naval Seal in race four, horse number seven. Number seven there, Naval Seal in the fourth race five kicks the big six off. The Furphy handicap here over twelve hundred. Fox fighter the favourite three sixty or three seventy. Devil's Throat's been really easy. It's 360 to 440. We'll make the move here, Kobe Rocks. It's 850 into $7 today. In fact, no, I'm going to make that the second best backed runner. I mentioned this about an hour ago on radio. Uh, we'll make it, he's a hot shot. Now, it opened at 21 when the market first uh, opened. They've taken that. $10 this morning, now into $8. So, horse number nine in race five, and that is he's a hot shot, which is likely to go straight to the lead sign. Right, so race Number nine, race six is the golden gift for two-year-olds. Yeah, Disneck, number three, another baker horse here. Opened up at $11 when the market went up on Wednesday. Six fifty today, so we'll make it the mover in a very tough race. Some are loving the favourite there, number 15, but uh, we'll make horse number three the mover. Race six, number three, race seven, first leg of the quaddy is the precise here. Hot Danish stakes over 1,400. Electric Girl's been well backed right throughout the week. It's 260 to 240 today, easily a most popular runner. And Cliff's Art, the money went on early for it, $26, 19 this morning, now into 17 So they're your two best-backed runners, uh, but Electric Girl, weight of money, uh, the best tried.
Electric Girl is the move of there in the hot day. Nish over to race eight, the five diamonds here over 1,800 metres. Yeah, not surprised Ellsberg getting out a little bit here. It's two fifty to $3 today. Ayrton's been the one they're pushing. It's been $8 into $6. And Uncle Bryn, the Melbourne visitor, uh, $8 to $7. But Ayrton, very, very good on its day. Uh, it is the mover. Ayrton, number four there in race eight. Over to race nine, the new tab app handicap for the girls over 1100. Now, I am me. It's been 250 into 230 today. Knocked around a little bit here by scratchings and deductions per in a way 7 by 8, 17 by 14 winning verse hypothetical 11 by 10 rust bus 0. But we'll make the mover here. I am me and also Ebha. Uh, Ebha's got the bigger fluctuation, $15 into $7 since market opened, but weighted money here, I am me. I am me, uh, number four in race nine, and race ten, the Randvert handicap over 1400 Yeah, and the mover here, $3.50 Bella Rouge, uh, but it's clearly Anaquir. They went up at $12 Wednesday afternoon, $5.50 today, so in the last race ten, number seven. So race ten, number seven, best overall. Um, Simon, it's probably best, uh, hard to find a best back runner, but we'll probably say uh, Naval Seal in terms of dollars held in race number four. Okay, so that's what's <laughs> happening there for Rose Hill. We'll take a look at Queensland Racing this afternoon at Doombin. Their first race is in one hour and three minutes. We'll kick off the Brisbane card on a good four. Yeah, not a bad program up there today too. And in the first, we've got joint favourites here. Imashani Raider and also Chrysar. It's uh, $270 to $3. We'll make the move here. Clearly Boomstar. $8.50 this morning. Now into $6. $21 if you don't mind when the market first opened. So a real good push. Race 1, number 2, Boomstar. Race 1, number 2. Race 2 is for the male to benchmark 70 over 1,200. Yeah, Hatchet expected to get the job done here. Number 3, race 2, number 3. 225 into $2.260 when the market first opened. That's number three in the second. So number three there in the second, Hatchet. Uh, let's have a look at the third here. The Phillies and Mares benchmark 70 for Sky Racing over 1,200. Bulu is the favourite at $2.50 in from $2.90 today. But we'll make Morton Bay the mover, 13 into $9.50. Also, keep an eye on number eight, Daring Bell. It's been 16 into 11 in a pretty competitive betting race. Okay, so that's in the third over to the fourth, the three-year-old here over the thirteen fifty. Enterprise attack two sixty to two fifty is the favourite, but Clareville Molly is our mover five fifty to four forty. That's horse number six. Also, Viander Chance given a chance eleven dollars into eight dollars, but we'll make Clareview Molly horse number six in race four as the mover. Race four number six. Race five is a benchmark seventy-five over twenty-two hundred. Coupe D Tonnerre is the best backed runner here. Nine dollars when the market first opened. Five fifty into four dollars eighty today. Horse number six, race five. So race uh, six, uh, number five, or um, uh, race five, number six. It is there. Coupe de Tonnerre over to race six. First, they got a quadrier class three over to sixteen forty. Now without. Revenge, one ninety got to two twenty. That price is well and truly gone back to a dollar ninety. Number one, the top weight in race number six. 
Without revenge, race six, number one. Race seven, the Forex class six, over 1,350. Yeah, very quiet betting race here. Turn on the Charms favourite. It's $3 to three ten. but I can't really give you a significant push today, but you called you called it number nine, uh, race seven, number nine. We'll make it the mover in a pretty quiet betting race. You called it number nine. Number nine, race eight, a benchmark 85 over 1,110. And the favourite here, Shematon, three ten into two dollars eighty. Now, just looking at deductions here, uh, Orbison's thirty two by eighteen, so it's been um, it's you know obviously exaggerated somewhat. But today, uh, six fifty into four sixty, Fleet Dove for Kyle Wilson Taylor is the mover. So that's number ten in race eight. Race eight, number ten, and over to race number nine, the benchmark ninety to close the card over the sixteen forty. Yeah, tricky assignment here in the last. Lord Markell comes out eight by eight, but they did go up twenty three dollars for Tears of Love. It's fifteen dollars today. Uh, Ulysses now, Ulysses was dead set off the map last uh, last start. I'm not sure if you were still on air uh, when it went round. It probably went round in one of the later races. It was hammered and. Uh, Went straight to the front, never looked like getting beat. Uh, it's four twenty to three dollars ninety today. But we'll make Tears of Love number three as the mover there. Twenty-three into fifteen. Okay, race nine horse three. Who was the best? Yeah, probably Enterprise Attack coming up in race number four there, so it's two sixty or two fifty, but it's been really well tried right throughout the week. Good on your hills. Uh, well, you enjoy your afternoon. Mate, always will. Best day of the week. Andrew Hurley there. We'll take a break and we won't be too far away from looking at the first at Rose Hill. They won't be far off coming into the yard. Race mine just 15 from now. Tab has Greyhound offers on tap. Yes! Bet fixed odds on races 1 to 6 at the Meadows this Saturday. And if your dog wins, get paid out. Plus your stake back as a bonus bet up to $25. That's winnings paid plus your stake back on your first fixed odds win bet on races 1 to 6 at the Meadows. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's on website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1800 858 858. Thanks, I'm down here with David Warner. Dave, what would you say to people who risk missing their cricket match because they haven't signed up to KO? Uh, sign up to KO? Okay. David Warner says sign up to KO. KO Sports. Watch all your team's matches. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. On races one and two at Rose Hill, Flemington and Doombin this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet, and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1800 858 858. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for fair play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand. With a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts, right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. 
On races one and two at Rose Hill, Flemington and Doombin this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1-800-858-858. Cody Morgan growing up. I was born on Melbourne Cup Day. What a nuisance one. So that's always been a running joke. Um, that year in 85 and then um, grew up in Corindoy. Mum and Dad were originally from over at sort of Port Macquarie, Kempsey Way, but they moved out uh, there and on a cattle property and, um, yeah, born in Corindoy and had my first race ride there. 11am Monday on Racing HQ. Tis the season for harness racing. The 2022 Tab Queensland Summer Harness Season will roar into action this week at the Creek for a sizzling night of racing with two Group 3s headlined by the Be Good Johnny playing support to the Group 2 Peak of the Creek. The Sunshine State's biggest stars will be shining across Albion Park. For a cracking night of harness racing, check out racingqueensland.com.au. Queensland is racing. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. OK, we're about to take you to Rose Hill to take a look at the first race, which is due in 12 minutes. And, uh, well, the man I'm about to introduce you to is our special guest tomorrow on the BSB weekend with Dino and Ray, Darren Flindell. He'll be uh, on the phone from 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. Yes, yes, uh, Ray Thomas has just uh, confirmed with me as well that I'll be up in time for that, so uh, very much looking forward to having a chat with the boys uh, in the morning. Well, the first race here at uh, Rose Hill, the uh, runners are in the yard. And the market goes this way. Number one, more Sundays at $14. In from 16 this morning, Astero at $6.50. We've got New Tycoon at $51. Black Duke into $10, was 13 earlier. And just note the rider change there. Tom Sherry on Black Duke. Number five, Damaged, who was 13 this morning, is into 10. Danish Prince Solid at 7.50. Media Star Guest at 19. Either or the favourite at 4.80. No real change to that price throughout the day so far. Verbeck at 5.50 off a high of 6.50. I see things on the drift out to 10. And Cool Lad, who was 7.50 this morning, is out to 8.50. So a very open market. Either or, who looks the leader of the field, is the 4.80 favourite. It's a midway over 1,300 metres and time to go and 11 from now. OK, what we might do is pick up Sky uh, Thoroughbred Central here and we've got Chantel Buckley. Uh... Who we can pick it up with now. But look, he led here, I think, last run, last preparation as well over a similar trip and um, track. So, look, I'll just leave that to Regan. Once the gate's open, that's out of our control. But look, he won't be too far back and he'll be he'll be very hard to beat the, at the fighting end. And how about Shamea? I mean, she gets a good track today, but what about the 1,400? Um, probably the, the speed of the race is going to probably concern me more. Um, just where we get to. Um, we're going to obviously be back, get a good track is what we've been looking for. Um, I'm quietly confident she's, she's come back from Melbourne extremely well. Um, it certainly didn't hurt her that run last week. She hadn't been around for a long time. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see how the race maps. Um, that's, that's out of our control. But look, I, she gets the perfect track, and I'm not concerned about the 1,400. If they go slow, that could really help her to run a strong 1,400 out. So, look, if they go really quick, then and get her out of her comfort zone, then she probably might struggle to run a strong 1,400 out like she did in the Golden Rose here 12 months ago. But if we can get a, a slow run 1,400 and she's not far, in striking distance and she can get a clear crack at them. Look, they'll know she's there. I feel a bit of sense of confidence with the pair of them. Best of luck and hopefully you can go home with two, 
two winners. Thanks, Jenny. Cheers. Rose Hill Gardens about to get underway with a midway handicap. Ron Doversy and Corey Brown to look at these runners in the yard. And the mounting yard brought to you by Harvey Norman for your bedding, electrical and furniture. The midway, starting with more Sundays, Hugh Bowman and Sam Kavanagh. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen him do a little bit more first up, uh, but he's back in, in grade here. He's one for one at the track and distance, and uh, he gets his chance to improve sharply here. I think it was tempo-related a lot uh, first up. Obviously, they went quite slow, and it was very flat-footed when they took off, probably the 500-metre mark. Map's a lot better here today, a lot more speed in the race, um, and in the coat, this horse looks absolutely terrific. Uh, let's go to number two, Astero, Dylan Gibbons and Matt Smith. Yeah, look, I think he did more than enough there first up um, with improvement to come. I think he should run well here uh, with that run right under his belt. Uh, I, I think he's good value. He looks terrific and I reckon he's tightened up a lot. Um, I've seen him first up there at Randwick. He, he run really, really well, but he had a little bit more condition on him. Uh, he seems to have trimmed up and really come on from that run. New tycoon number three, Tyler Schiller riding for Adam Duggan. Yeah, look, he's 71 days and he hasn't had a trial since his last run. Look, he's got talent on his day and he does like the drier tracks, but the market suggests that he may need one today. Very bright. I think this horse will end up the likely leader. Um, Strong, soft enough. Tyler Schiller's claim. He's got good toe out of the gates. Um, I think this horse will be going forward today. Black Duke, number four, another one for Adam Duggan. And the rider is Tom Sherry with McAvoy out for the day. I think he's a big improver today. He's got the pacifier on, the blinkers are back on, the, the visors are off, I should say. Uh, for, look, I've got to forgive, they dragged him back in a slowly run race there last week and he overdid things. He's going better than that form suggests and he's a real knockout chance here today. Really like this horse. Um, he looks terrific in the yard. I think I agree with Ronnie. He got back last time. He went really aggressive. Um, maps a lot better for him today. I think there's a lot more speed on paper um, where last time out there wasn't the speed on paper, but he'll, he'll get the good speed early and this horse will be really attacking the line lately. Uh, damaged is number five, Rachel King riding for Richard Litt. Look, he's been up a while, but he continues to race very well at the Provincials. Uh, the barrier doesn't help him, though, here. Yeah, a little bit the same as last time out at Newcastle as well. The barrier didn't help. He got trapped wide, done a little bit of work, and didn't really finish off. Just was quite plain from the 300 home. But if he gets any luck, this horse will run well. Danish Prince, Jason Collard on for Mark Connors. Yeah, big effort first up. Uh, um, last week, in the, well, in the Four Pillars, that was last week. So within a week, he has to bring it back to 1,300. But he'll be trying to ridden a bit closer today. Uh, just If he's sharp enough just to come back in distance is the question. Yeah, that's what I thought. When he drew the barrier, I thought he's going to have to follow either or. Um, he's going to have to be given a little bit of a squeeze to get up and over from that tricky sort of gate. But given he gets the luck, again, he'll run well. Media star guest, number seven, Sam Clipperton, on for his old boss, Ronnie Quinton. Yeah, look, he hasn't won in a while. Well, he has enough talent on his day, but he just needs another win for his confidence. He's drawn soft enough. He'll end up with the right one, but I'm just not sure he's in the in the right... Um, yeah, he's just not in the right form, I don't think. Uh, number eight, either or. Tommy Berry riding for Ross McConville. Ross takes over the Gwenda Markwell team. Yep, he just uh, makes his own luck. He just whacks himself straight on the, uh, on the speed here and fights, fights, fights. And he continues to run nice races at this level and he'll be in the mix again here today. From the gate, uh, I think he'll obviously be given a squeeze from the barrier by Tommy Berry. Um, he'll go forward, but I think he'll end up sitting outside the lead today. Um, I don't think he'll end up getting that soft lead that Tommy first thought 
company would get. OK, Verbeck number nine, Regan Bayless for Robert and Luke Price. Look, things didn't pan out for him well at Newcastle there. His previous form was good enough to, to be right in a race like this and he does no work from barrier one. Yeah, he gets the perfect run from the gate. Got back at Newcastle. I think he got a little bit lost um, and then when they sprinted top of the straight, he just whacked away. But given where he's drawn today and how it maps, um, I, I think this horse will end up with a run of the race. I see things. Number 10, Brock Ryan, John Thompson. Yeah, she was good again last start. She's had a few excuses prior to that. And look, in an open race, she's one of the chances again. Uh, she won't be too far away from speed. She looks really good in the yard. She's just starting to get up on the toe a little bit. Um, but yeah, a lovely look, Norse. And another one for Matt Smith is cool lad, Willie Pike. He's a lovely layback, healthy horse. He's uh, back in distance was against him last start with that big weight. So he's very fit now. And I think he's a massive improver. Yeah, he's another one who'll end up with a perfect run from the gate. He's drawn in the middle of him. Looks terrific. Um, again, another one that's just starting to get up on his toe a little bit, starting to get a bit excited. Um, just see how he goes once the jockey gets on board. Okay, Corey's pick in just a moment. Sam Kavanagh, more Sundays. What did you think of uh, his first up run? Yeah, look, he was a little bit disappointing first up, but uh, he's just a tricky horse, and he, Dylan gave him a bit of a squeeze at the 800, and you know he ran 33 between the 800 and the 200, and was a little bit empty late. So he's just a, he needs to be ridden quiet, he needs to have one run at them, and he, he likes Rose Hill. Hughes had one ride on him for a win, and uh, he's trained really well. I think he looks great in the yards, so hopefully if he puts his best foot forward, um, he's going to run really well. You're just hoping history repeats itself. Rose Hill, 1,300 midway, Hugh Bowman. That was his last win. Well, that was part of the setup today, yeah, absolutely. We've targeted this, and uh, I think Estero finished behind him that day, who's heavy in the market. And, you know, if you take out his two Warwick Farm runs and his heavy track form, his form stacks up really well, and, uh, you know, firm ground today. Let's hope he turns up. All right, good luck. Thank you. Well, he's last Sydney win anyway. He won a Dooman first up after that. All right, Corey, the midway's never easy. I really like number nine, Verbeck. Um, had to go back from a really tricky gate last time at Newcastle. Got back, got lost, and didn't get anything to drag him into the race. And he's very flat-footed when they actually did go for the horse. But today, map's perfect, drawn perfect. We'll get the right run right behind the speed, and I think it'll be a big chance in this race. Anything goes here, anything goes. I'm 284 and 11. I'm... I'm Quietly confident it will improve dramatically here today, Astero. I would have liked to have a little bit more stable confidence on radio this morning, but I still think he's got more upside than this, uh, a lot in this race, or more ability than many in this race. I think either or, he's tough and proven racing style on his side. Four, Black Duke, no luck last week. And cool lad, stable mate of my top pick, he's really captured my attention in the yard here today. Lots of chances, 284 and 11, Glenn. Yeah, can't give you a savvy. So 284 and and 11. We'll get to Darren for the call shortly. The race in just under three minutes. And Flemington, their first race uh, is coming up in 17 minutes from now. Having a look at the jockey challenge markets. Firstly for Sydney, and Hugh Bowman is 3.30, Tommy Berry 3.80, William Pike $5, Regan Bayless at 9. For Flemington, J-Mac is $1.50, Craig Williams 5 and Jamie Carr at $5.50. For Doombin, Kyle Wilson-Taylor is two seventy. James Orman $4, Ryan Maloney 5 and at Morfordville, Baron Vorster is two forty. Kayla Crowther three twenty. Ben Price is three dollars and eighty cents. It's twenty three after twelve. The very best of U.S. racing seven days a week. Got runners on top of the world. He wins the Breeders' Cup Classic. 
live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Why haven't you heard of a grand utility vehicle until now? Introducing the 8-seat Kia Carnival with a bold and modern SUV-inspired design, class-leading tech and advanced safety features. Don't compromise on space, comfort and style. We didn't just make an 8-seat family car. We made a grand utility vehicle. Book a test drive and experience the thrill of the Kia Carnival GUV. Kia. Movement that inspires. Now, let's head to Rose Hill ahead of a race one. And once again, here is Darren Flindell. OK, thanks, Simon. So one minute to start time here, the opening race of the day. And runners are circling behind the barriers for what's a very open betting race. Either or is the current favourite. At $5, so we'll jump favourite in front of number nine, Verbeck. The other speed horse in the race at $6.50. And Astero is priced at $7. Astero's second up and a Dylan Gibbons in the saddle of Astero. So they're about to move up into the gate. Full field of 11 to run. Five diamonds. One of the highlights of the day. $2 million race for the five-year-olds. The hot Danish for the mares. Group two. And the golden gift. Very intriguing two-year-old race. Yes, thanks a lot, uh, Cassie. Great days racing ahead. Perfect weather conditions, uh, really. The rail out a few metres from the cart here last week, uh, three metres in total. And we're on good going as well. And the starter about to call them up into the gates. They've been circling there for a while. And either or is the favourite now trained by Ross McConville and Tommy Berry is in the saddle as they start the loading process now. Astero, third pick in the market, being handled by Dylan Gibbons. The gun apprentice is actually sitting third in the jockey's premiership at the moment on 15 wins. In fact, uh, we have three apprentices in the top eight as it stands. Dylan Gibbons on 15 wins, Tyler Schiller and Zach Lloyd with 13. So they're loading up here for the first. Kara McAvoy not riding today. I see things as getting set. Moving in there for Brock Ryan. And is out to double figures in the market. And Danish Prince is going into the gates now to be ridden further forward. So Danish Prince getting set. Jason Collett. And a new tycoon is in. And a three to move in now. More Sundays loads up. Hugh Bowman. Yeah, thanks, Greg. So two to move in now. Black Duke with the blinkers reapplied today goes in for Tommy Sherry and damaged is the last. So the first of ten at Rose Hill about to get underway. There's the light. And the gates are back. They're open racing in the first. More Sundays damage get back. And there's a real clump out of the gates looking for the lead. Either Raw splits the line in front. and looks as though it's got the lead now from Estero. Danish Prince is pushing forward out deep. Verbeck hunting through on the rails. And I see things will settle in fifth. Further back to Black Duke is caught a bit deep from Media Star. Guess the new tycoon. A gap to cool lead, lad damage. And two and a half to more Sundays last. So Either Raw scoots away now at the 800 metres. Either Raw couple in front. Estero in second position. Danish Prince the outside. Verbeck the inside on the rails. A length end away. See things from the wide coursing Black Duke. Media star guest. New Tycoon. Damage the fence from Cool Lad. And more Sundays is the last one. So it's the favourite in front. Either or. At the 450 metres from Estero. And Danish Prince the outside is chiming in. Behind them I see things from Verbeck. Black Duke and Cool Lad getting to the outside. 300 metres to run. And either or showing the stick. 
kick now. Beat off for Stero, then Danish Prince. Cool Lad running on well on the outside. For the back to AC things, it's either or at the 100. In front from Stero, Danish Prince. Cool Lad the outside. Either or still in front here in the midway. And either or is going to lead all the way. Beat Danish Prince. Stero third in front of Cool Lad and close up I see things. And not too far away at the end was Verbeck. Further back to Black Duke, Media Star, I guess New Tycoon damaged and more Sundays. Eight, either all written by Tommy Berry, paid five eighty and two ten. It's beaten six Danish Prince three dollars and two Astero two fifty. Tommy Berry. So win number two for Ross McConville now and either or leading all of the way in the hands there of Tommy Berry. It was a great go for the Miners. They were going up the inside, the middle and the outside, but they just couldn't rope in the, the first front runner. Either or, who really opened up with a good lead in the early part before giving a bit of a breather approaching the corner. She's a mare by unencumbered. Unencumbered mare, and that's her fourth win today from 23 starts in total. So we're just standing by on the miners. Danish Prince number nine is uh, right up there. And Astero thinks the other one that I called. So we're just standing by on the judges' placings to go up on the first. No doubt about the winner, though, either or. Either or has now won two of her last five starts. So we're just standing by on these minor placings to go up. Um, I think Danish Prince is the one I called second in front of Astero, Verbeck, I see things not far away and Cool Laddie was closing off on the outside. So either or the winner now, six Danish Prince is confirmed as second and Astero third, eight, six and two. Eight, six, two and number 11, Cool Lad fourth with more details to follow. Right, thank you uh, very much, Darren. What we're going to do now is take in best bets for our South Australian venue at Morfordville. Tim Edwards, good afternoon to you. Yeah, thanks, Simon. Good afternoon. Welcome to Morfordville today. It's a beautiful day in South Australia. It's around 25 degrees, a slight breeze blowing on track, but it's a great day of racing coming our way. We've got a nine-race card coming up. Um, look, I thought there was a couple of good bets here today. I thought race five, number 10, Magic Max. He's on the quick backup from last week. He sort of missed the kick last start, and he worked his way home into second position. Dominic Tourneur takes over today, an inside gate, a plus. And if he can just get away with them a little bit better than what he did last week, I think he's going to take a lot of beating today. Race 5, number 10, Magic Max. I'm also keen to back race 6, number 9, Parisian Mondi. I think she's ready to win. She's having her fourth run back today. She maps to get a beautiful run here just behind the speed. So I'm tipping her as well, race 6, number 9. And there's one there at a bit of value in the last time, and race nine, number 18, maybe fate. I think you'll get a very...